talking with George yesterday about Elton John. Music. I was going to say, does this have anything to do with that? Yeah. Uh, he got, well, he got married, you know. And right. With diamonds. Is We're, happy. We're happy for him. You know, it's nice when you can find love. You know, one of the greatest things I've ever seen in a football stadium, George, mm -hmm. was last year, opening day in New England, Elton John and the Boston Pops played together, and they did, really? this, they did this song. Huh. And it was, I mean, it just brought the stadium I'll down. Bet. It was incredible. No one can uh, can say anything about Elton's, uh, you know, musical ability. No, and the Boston Pops. I mean, they have sure. with that orchestra. Absolutely. I went to see a show at Caesar's Palace last year, and uh, the Red Piano Show, and it was great. So if uh, Elton had invited you to his wedding, would you have gone? Oh, yeah. All right. I didn't think you had a problem with that. No. I'd go. Hell, I'd be the best man. No, nah, Elton was the best man. <laughs> <laughs> they had two to choose from, didn't they? Yeah, that's true. Well, that's good. I forgot no, where they why, got married. Why wouldn't you go to that? I mean, it had to be a scene. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, because I, I don't like weddings anyway, but I guess the novelty factor. You know what? Bit, I, uh, you uh, I'm with you. I'm not crazy about weddings. They're they're brutal, especially, uh, you know, being Cuban and all. You just, there's always a wedding, and it's always big, and it's overblown, and uh, I mean, just, just completely off the charts with um, with the reception and the pomp and circumcise. And, and the ceremony lasts like, I don't know if it actually does last six hours. It just feels like it does, those Catholic weddings. Well, Jewish weddings brutal. Are, are, you know, have the same kind of tradition. Yeah, long and drawn out and, and go for a while. tedious and boring. Uh, yeah, well, basically it's what happens afterwards. And, and, right. And, and it's the... The whole, you know, well, they go fine. on for I can, hours. I can handle the after party. Yeah, at least you can drink through it. Sitting on a wooden slab, you know, listening to the Getchke uh, go on and on and on. Yeah. I mean, he knows that he's got a captive audience there. You know, ain't nobody going to go darting out the door even though you feel like it. But it's just, it's a ponderous, long-ass routine. Well, how about, have you ever been to a Greek Orthodox funeral? No. Oh. No, can't say that I have. Wow, I went to one been to a couple of Jewish funerals. I mean, I like how you guys do that. Yeah. I mean, just, uh, you know. Right. No, that's the way it should be. It's just like before they even get cold, man, stick them in the ground, cover them up, and let's go have some food. Yeah. That's exactly the way that you should do it. Although the Irish, I think they uh, they might have the funeral thing down, best of all. Get really, really drunk. Yep. I mean, think about it. You know, if you're all bereaved and bummed out, get get snockered. Or is it snookered? Um, yeah, either way it works. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know that too many Irish people. I guess I do, but none of them have died yet. But hey, don't forget me. When you're looking to, you know, to invite people to a funeral, I could go for some free booze. Okay. So help us with the poll again today. What's today's poll? What really rich person would you like to see lose it all? Now I got an idea that your choice is already on here, but I got to ask anyway. Well, I'd like to see Trump lose it all. All right. Well, he's on there. He's in third place. We only have like six names on the list so far. We can add to it. We just got it on there. And, uh, of course, Bush is winning. Bush, Cheney, and then Trump in that order. We also have Oprah, Alan Greenspan, and no votes for Bill Gates for some reason. I guess when you have all these other evil people on the poll, the choice is pretty obvious. I guess Bill Gates made his money making a contribution. Uh, I don't know. I thought he uh, he stole those ideas. If you saw that movie. Yeah, I know. He stole About how idea. it all came together. Yeah. From, I uh, just, from uh, Al Gore. Yeah. <laughs> He never gets his due, man. People are always stealing things from him. Ideas, elections. I don't begrudge people who have money. It doesn't bother me that they have money. Uh, no, that, that's not the part that bothers me. But Donald Trump has, uh, I'll tell you what bothers me about him, and, and that is that 
he always is around, like when there's uh, when there's a dip in the economy. Mm -hmm. You always read about how Donald Trump comes forward and says, "Well, I sold off all this stuff before the market started to go down." Uh -huh. He always talks about how he's ahead of the curve whenever yeah. there's, and he's had his his share of hits. I mean, yes, his Atlantic has. City investments haven't gone that well. Sure. Well, but but the way he flaunts it, that's it. Television that's shows and took all it right that out of my crap. mouth. You know, isn't it enough to be filthy rich? Go off and enjoy your money. No, no, he's yeah, got to rub like, it in everyone's it's face. Like, it's like that whole television show. Right. I'm rich and you're not. A tribute to his ego. Yep. Hey, everybody, pay attention to me. And that, remember the the thing with the yacht where they had to have press conferences and they had basically documentaries about his yacht with the solid gold fixtures and everything. Like, look at me. Look what I got. Tacky, classless, crass. Yeah. That's what bothers me about uh, certain rich people. How about people who have made obscene money in this business? Oh, yeah, well. Does that bother you? No, I, I think it's great. It's um, I'm not talking about people locally. I'm talking about... Like, like Howard. You know, when... Uh, yeah. Uh, great. Great if you can do it. Um, How about, you know, a, a news... Like Katie Couric has a chance to make $20 million yeah. a year. I, you know, I, I don't understand that. It's a state of mind, as you know. I'll, I'll never really understand what it is that makes these executives fall in love with certain individuals. We're watching the same person they're watching. You know, what what do they see that we don't? Well, it's the public reaction to those people that they see. Yeah, but based Not on what? Not necessarily yours and mine, but the Today Show uh -huh. has been on top of the ratings now for 12 years. Sure. Based on what, though? I mean, I, I watch Based it, on the is. public acceptance of the people who are on the show. Can can you tell me why, though? I mean, why Katie Couric? I mean, not that she bothers me. She just seems like a normal person. But she is. And and Matt Lauer also. I mean, he's just uh, some schmendrick. I don't know. Can with fitting hair. Go explain the red states. You know? I, I mean, well, <laughs> I can explain that. I mean, you know something? It's it, it's like a friend of mine in, in California said to me after the election. He said, this country, it's, it's you know, it, it's like three countries or two sure. countries. You know, you have... The big cities where it counts, and then you have the red states. Right. <laughs> we posted a lot of articles about that, about how the, the coastal areas insulate, you know, middle America from all of the things that they're afraid of, you know, foreigners, foreign language, new ideas, things like that. You know, that's why you see the breakdown the way that you do. I mean, why is Oprah where she is? I, you know, I couldn't tell you. I'll, I'll watch that show, just the beginning of it, and watch the women in the audience just moon over her. You know how they put the camera on the women in the audience, and they're mooning all misty-eyed like, like they're seeing God. And to, and to them, they are. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't say anything bold or revolutionary. I, I'll give her a little bit of credit for at least being honest. You know, she comes out showing people what she looks like before they make her all up. You know, she lets people into their lives. But a lot of us do that, some of us way more than, uh, than she ever can. And, and I don't know, because she, cause she talks in a matter-of-fact way. Maybe that's it. See, I have never watched her show. No? I could not tell you what she does or well, it, how it she It has changed it. over the years. In the beginning, it used to be just like all the other ones where she would do these controversial interviews with people, um, not quite like Jerry Springer. But like as she grew in popularity, she started doing this kind of a cult of her own personality where she would just talk about stuff she likes or talk about stuff she doesn't like. And, and then the, the audience would just clap or go, ooh, ah, you know, like these big exposés that people already know about, like like female circumcision in Africa. You know, we knew about that for years, but now Oprah's talking about it. It's a revelation. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I mean, she, uh, the money that woman has oh. accumulated over the years is uh, she's the highest paid person in, in broadcasting. Right. Uh, probably one of the wealthiest people in the world today. Sure. And I'm just wondering how that all happened. I'm not saying I, I that she doesn't know. deserve it. I just 
if we knew that formula, that's one of those formulas like the formula for the stock market, the formula for the yeah. for the racetrack. If you knew that formula, boy, you'd be richer than than Oprah. I'm studying the formula for the racetrack now for about thirty <laughs> years. <laughs> How are you coming? Uh, yeah, better not, than average. Not there. Yeah, I'm I'm ahead of well, the game a little go. bit, not that's by a lot. That's all that matters. Yep. You know what that means? The, the more you do it, the more you make. Yeah. If, as long as you're better well, than average. The old expression is: the less you bet, the more you lose if you win. Is that how it works? Yes. I'm glad I just think stay of, out of it altogether. Think about that. I'm ahead in Vegas. I'm ahead on the boats, and I'm ahead at the track, and uh, that's why I don't want to go back. That's uh, that, that's the way. Jimmy the Greek told me once that's the whole trick. Yeah. In fact, it was Bernard Baruch, the great finan- financier, who mm-hmm. said that you're going to be broke three times in your life, and you're going to be you're going to have money three times in your life. Really? And he said the trick is to end up with the money for the third time I'll rather than being broke for the third time. I'm still waiting for that part. Yeah. I'm, I'm broke like every other Thursday, and I'm still waiting for the part where I have money. It'll happen. Will it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll hold my breath. Have faith. Let me know when to let it out. Have a good Christmas, George. You too, Hank. I won't be here Have tomorrow. a good happy Hanukkah, season Pesach, all of these things. And the best to you. All right. See bye-bye. Oh, hey, where do you think you're going? I'm doing a show today, Mo. Oh, big man. You think you've attended to your big shot now, huh? Well, you listen to me, my hostile Julio friend. What do you want, Mo? I'm sick and tired of you and your poofal lapel put me in a penalistic stance. Oh, this with the pizza and the do do I can fight back, you know. I was a Barbara Boxer. What's that? It is a peace offering. Ah, no, you don't. I just... Put it in your lips and inhale. And another thing, I take umbrage to your scurrilous alligators about the pizza. I like pizza. Know what else I like? How's that? The South Carolina game on the top. Yes. Oh, yeah. What a great name, huh? Game Cops. Yes, Mom. It's a good name. A very good name. Cops. Game Cops. <laughs> and it's sports-related, too, so that gives me license. So, uh, hey, uh, uh, you want to rape me? No. You're the only one? And I don't trust the vegan I don't give a rat's ass about him. Right, good timing. Ten ten five sixty QAM. There's the chili. I'm going in. All right, I actually got a dollar back. What do you know? Well, listen, every single penny is precious right about now for this month. Not that it hasn't been. Tell me, to hang. dude. Although I heard uh, you're getting a couple extra gigs, a little extra folding money, as they say. <laughs> uh, how about turning the mic on this time, though? Oh, hey. Yeah, hey, sounds better when you're on mic. Yeah, but you don't get that, you know, when you need uh, it. I know. It'll, you know, like, what, a month down the road from now? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So we're, we're foregoing Mari this morning. E has uh, Naked Hollywood. Here, let me use my remote to get there. To, to E? Oh, you haven't been watching this from the beginning? Oh, no, They're, I've been on E. They are taking every step that they can. Oh, here's Rhonda Shear. She was in uh, IOD, met her, got an autographed picture, got a picture of me with her, little uh, Polaroid, posing in Playboy. Uh, the show they're showing on E right now is uh, it's called Naked Hollywood, and I don't know what it's about, but I can guess. Let's guess for about an hour. It's about all these famous people that have gotten naked, and they're interviewing them, and they're showing clips, pictures, strategically blurred out and obscured, of course, because... We don't want you to see a nipple. You know what might happen if you see a nipple, Josh? You might go out and rape and kill. That's hey, right. how about that? Uh, is it the Shenandoah Rapist out and about? Hey, how you doing out there, Shenandoah Rapist? Merry Christmas. Here's a guy. You thought we had some loose standards. From 7 to, like, 80. Those were his victims. Age 7 to, like, 80. And uh, climbed out using bed sheets. I thought that only happened in movies. Did you see the story about that? I didn't. The knotted bed sheets. He, he, um, he broke out through, like, a vent climbed up onto the roof with the rope made of bed sheets, and him and another guy climbed down four stories and took off. So he's out there. Hey, if anybody sees the Shenandoah rapist, I forget his real name. He looks like a, like a Julio. I don't want to narrow it down in this town, right? Oh, oh here. Let me, I think I saw him this let me give you a little bit of a better description. He, he looks like a Julio with a mustache. I saw him this morning. Almost, yeah. never, almost never see that. Now maybe if he's smart he'll uh, he'll shave that. Maybe go get a tan or something. He's a he's a pretty pasty pasty kind of Julio. Like yours truly. So we got suds tomorrow. I thought I'd just start promoting that right now. My bribery worked. I know how to move people in all in all kinds of ways. So my my bribery offer worked. Suds will be in tomorrow to help us kill Friday. We're going to really slack tomorrow. But we're not going to wait until tomorrow to start slacking, Josh. I'm thinking about having a, a kind of semi-requesty Thursday. Because tomorrow we'll have suds to, to help, you know, lean on, lean, on lean on as a crutch to carry us through the show. I like uh, all requests Thursday. But it's not going to be like all requests. If I say all requests Thursday, that's going to – not that they care because they're going to – they hear what they want to hear anyway. We're giving away free bars of gold. Not – I say mostly request Thursday because, as you know, first of all, we can't play half the stuff they're going to want to hear. Most of the stuff that we play on all request shows, we can't play. We can't play the Crepitation Contest. We can't play Prison Bitch. We can't play most of the good stuff. We have to keep it clean, you know, because what might happen if you hear a dirty joke, you'll go and rape people. All right? Or or you'll um, you know that rapist he, he actually right. listens some to our child parents. might listen you know someone who doesn't believe in parenting letting their child run loose letting them operate a radio unsupervised they might hear fart sounds or um, an off color joke and you know what then they won't be saved anymore if they hear that they might be tempted to repeat it so we have to keep it really clean so we will have to consider all of the requests carefully not to mention that I don't you know. I don't want to play anything that we're really tired of, like Bridge Tender, Jack in the Box. Good point. I mean, come on now. You should have those bits memorized by now. be like Beatles songs. Do you really need to hear it again? I mean, they're great. They're great. But uh, do we need to hear it again? And also got some worthless trivia for you. Speaking of this poll we have going, 146 uh, votes on it right now. What really rich person would you like to see lose it all? But uh, if, if worthless trivia was money or had value... 
I'd be richer than any of these people on here, combined. George W. Bush is in the lead with 58, Dick Cheney 48, Donald Trump 21, Oprah 17, Alan Greenspan 2, and none yet for Bill Gates, which is amazing. Because, I mean, he is hated, but you know what? This poll speaks volumes. He, as hated as he is, with all his antitrust law violations and wanting to do monopolies and putting out buggy Xbox products and all that, no one comes even close to this kind of madness. Oh, there he is. What's his name, though? Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that's cute. What an old picture. How old is this picture, man? Like 80-something? Oh, wait. Dude. I, is that the DJ Laz? It's a DJ Laz picture, and let me tell you something. Es this is him. <laughs> this is him. Hey, Lazaro. <laughs> You're climbing down for us <laughs> lately? You know, he hasn't. He, he's not here this week. No? No. Maybe that's how he got that lip. Maybe he fell. When he was climbing out that window. All right, I'll read the results of yesterday's poll and all of that stuff. We're late for the break as usual. 10.15 on 5.60 QAM. Should have planned ahead, but of course I didn't know exactly when that chili was going to show up. You having some too? Oh, yeah. Oh. See, I got an idea for uh, inventions. Since we're talking about rich people on the poll, at least today, I have all these fantasies. Um, like, should I ever win a lottery or something, you know? Some uncle I never heard of, which is entirely possible with my family. Now, I'm meeting family members I didn't know existed, you know, practically every year. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know about you, but you have, like, a whole bunch of things you want to do with your money. I'm not talking about just the fun things, like... Uh, obviously, travel here and there, have sex with all these whores. Like the ones we're looking at right now. Well, not her. No, you can take her. God, no. No, thank you. How much booze would it take for you to have sex with Sarah Jessica Parker? A lot. There's a there's the inverse scale. Remember, there's the 1 to 10 scale, positive scale. There's also the negative scale. How many drinks would it take for you to do this person? And then there's your personal threshold. I'm a, I'm a little guy, so... I'm unconscious after, whoa, I'm unconscious after about, I don't know. It depends on, on how much I've been drinking lately. What's your limit? Well, I'm in my remember. prime. It's hard so. to remember. Yeah, well, uh, again, I'm I can, in, I can throw them down. Right, so what do you like? If I go out, I'll drink maybe 10 Crown and Cokes. Okay, that sounds about right. Which is perfect because that's a scale from 1 to 10 also on the negative side. So you go unconscious at 10. Sarah Jessica Parker's like... Oh, we're talking like my limit? Yeah, before you pass out. Oh, God, I don't know. That's like what I do. I know it's hard to remember. Um, 
I don't, I don't know. fucking beer because you're pacing yourself. Like I don't. I really did. You do that thing anymore. on your birthday where you try to drink 21, 21 drinks. drinks, which is suicide. If you succeed, you die. I tried that. I didn't. I, I drank eighteen. I got close. I don't. I think I had fifteen different shots, and that's uh. And I'm a little. Oh, well, I wasn't t- just taking shots. I just had eight. No, these were different, different drinks, drinks and yeah. multiple. Okay. Things in them and everything, right. and that, it might have been twelve. It might have been fifteen. See, they tell me. I remember. I remember twelve. But they told me it was 15. Well, the problem with that is, is I had 18, but they were, like, all different. Yeah. So I got sick. Nevertheless, let's just say 1 to 10. At 10, you're either unconscious or so out of your head, you're not even there anymore. Your brain has checked out. Sarah, Jessica Parker, is, like, a negative 11. In other words, it would take one drink more than what it would take to floor me. Yeah, I mean, she looks like a witch. She me. looks like a witch. She's got all the witch things, and she was in that movie where she was a witch, and she was perfect. I had to uh, wear no makeup at all. Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. Right. By Focus. I'll play it if you want me to. Just dare me. Uh, dare you. Oh. I've got to turn in my seat if I want to do that, though. I'll do it in a minute. All right. But, yeah, she's got the wart or the mole, whatever you want to call it. She's got that jutting chin. She's got those cheekbones. That look like a pelvis. Her face looks like a pelvis. Yeah, what are those? Are those warts or those moles? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the skin comes out, but it kind of looks like a mole, but it's It's not a wart. It's like a mole. Okay. Mole. Moly, moly, moly. I watched that again the other day. Mole! Uh, And then she's got, oh, her eyes are just weak. But she's also got, and I'm saving the best for last, that nose. And you know how I I know about noses. Well, first of all, it's not just you. It's not just me. When a nose is that bad, Sarah Jessica Parker knows. I mean, it looks like she lost a whole lot of boxing matches, doesn't it? Yes. And nobody set her nose right. Plus, it protrudes out. It's not. It's a it's a horrible thing. How did we get in on that? So, oh, fantasies. If I had a bunch of money, I want to make chili. Ooh, there it comes. You know they have burpless radishes. Have you heard of these? No. They've, with, through, I don't know, genetic engineering or just selective breeding of radishes, they've actually invented burpless radishes. I don't know if they really are burpless, but at least that's what they're billed as. You follow? Because radishes are kind of acetic, and if, you, uh, if you've had the experience, you, you tend to burp after radishes. But they've invented some, supposedly, that are burpless. I want, like, indigestionless chili. One way or another. Now, I know that the flavor involves all of these acidy things like the tomato sauce and the chili powder and all that is acid. So, like, to counteract that, we have crackers that are made out of baking soda or something. I, you know what I mean? Baking soda or cracker. Like they're mixed in there. I want it to see. The chemists can do anything. All it takes is a budget and time. And so, since you're a rich guy, you just give them the budget, and that way you can have chili that tastes good but doesn't set your world on fire. But I, I wanted it today. I'm still a little congested. And while we're on the subject of things like that, how did your uh, experiment go with the uh, Sudafed yesterday, the generic Sudafed? Um, feel anything from it? Was, it? Yeah, a like little poppy, bit. Like I mean, it, it felt like I, I popped a dip or something. You know, it gave okay. me like a little shot of nicotine. Yeah, it felt you mentioned like. that. Well, maybe we'll try three, and this time uh, crush them up and snort them. Okay. Uh, yesterday, towards the end of the show, as you recall, I played those two bits right at the end because I, I was starting to not be able to see straight. I had such a spiky headache, mostly on the left side of my head, around my eye, like somebody was drilling right into my temple, and I started to get like dizzy and normally don't I mean I get headaches but n- nothing like that so I just checked out I was going to do some shopping didn't do it just um just went and crashed out I feel great today but I was wondering because I've been taking only one of these things one Sudafed a day before the show to clear my head up and it's not clear at all 
thus the chili. And I'm thinking, was it because of that? Was it because I've been taking these things one at a time? It felt kind of like a hypoglycemic headache, but I don't, I don't really get those. You know what I mean? It's a mystery. So, so you're thinking you're not going to do that again today, are you? Yeah, yeah, this is part of the experimentation process. If it happens again today, then I'll know that see it, it, there's a pattern going. We're doing live on-air drug experimentations with pseudoephedrine. Stay tuned, kids. QAM, hello. 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 Hi. Um, I'm calling. If, if is it possible for me to get some information from George Rodriguez? If it's off the air, it'd be it'd be great because no. um, I'm sorry. Not off the air. No, you can have it on the air, maybe. Okay, on the air then. All right. You're on the air. Okay. Hi, George. Hi. George, I've been trying to contact you. I'm the realtor. I'm trying to get some contact information for Boca Bryant. Oh, okay. Then we will have to talk off the air. Okay. All right. Um, um, can you? I'll I'll put you on hold. Leave a number for um for me to call you back on. Okay, sure. Logs, we're doing a live radio show. I I know. Okay. No thanks a lot, George. Right. I really appreciate it. Okay. Not at all. Hold on and uh, you know get that nice lady's information. Who knows what sort of uh, shenanigans Boca Bryant is up to? But I'll I'll. Uh, Answer all questions uh, truthfully, honestly, and, and all of these things. 1028 on 560 WQAM. Well, you might have to walk to work or thumb in and hitchhike Because the TW authorized the transit strike There won't be any buses and you can't take the subway The union rejected the MTA Have a nice day Maybe you could get a ride on Santa's sleigh You may have to carpool with strangers with a running nose You might have to share your cab with killers, pimps, or crack hoes you can't get in south of 96th Street without a bike. Should have voted for Freddy, not for Mike. Cause of the strike, they're backed up at the tunnel to the turnpike. Better benefits and a bigger raise is what they want. Too bad they have that idiot in charge, Roger Tucson. The community Damn nightmare, sitting in traffic, pulling out your hair. It isn't fair, you can't get from Brooklyn into Old Times Square. 28-11. What a fake out. That's a lot of Todd. Todd Pentengill, the guy that does that bit. Not Todd Kelleher or Drek or any of those Todds. we got a lot of Todds in here. Matter of fact, we'll have to add them up. Do we have more Todds than we do Josh's? Because we have, like, what, four? Had? <clears throat> have? Whole bunch of you Josh's? Three, I believe, now. Really? Hmm. I can't stop. I can't stop blowing my nose today. And this is uh, something to write down in your little notebook as you're considering job futures. You know, most jobs, you can, uh, like, if you have a little bit of a stuffy head, it doesn't matter. If you went to a hockey game the previous night and yelled and totally blew out your lungs and everything, it doesn't matter. If you're all hoarse as hell, it doesn't matter. At this job, you gotta <laughs> be mung free, or you sound even worse than you uh, than you normally do. Let me get rid of these um, poles. 
What event shocked you the most? That was the one we took yesterday. The uh, 9-11 event, two planes crashing into the World Trade Center, bringing it down on 9-11. 659 people said that. That's 43.6% of the audience. Bush getting reelected, 3-11. Hey, how do you like that? JFK assassinated, 104. OJ being acquitted, 96. Nothing shocks me, 85. Phil Hendry turning into a right-wing nut, 73. John London getting shot, 43. The Challenger exploding, 42. I hate this poll, 35. Phil Hartman getting shot by his wife, Bryn, 22. Hurricane Andrew, 15. Finding out Rock Hudson was gay, 14. The attack of Pearl Harbor, 4. Chris Farley dying, 4. Kurt Cobain committing suicide, 2. Now, Chris Farley dying, why should that have uh, shocked anyone? Anytime you see a guy that fat, especially if they're like a rich and famous fat guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those, it's the whole John Belushi syndrome. You're a young, fat, rich, famous guy. So maybe, just maybe they're partying. What do you think? And eating. Yeah. I know I'm just speculating right here. We have no idea. A lot of drugs, a lot of food. A lot of drugs, a lot of food. I mean, that's what did John Belushi. I mean, talk, you can only handle so many vices at a time. That's why some of us try to keep it... You know, just like one or two here and there. You know, just a little bit of smoke and a little bit of uh, pseudoephedrine. I'm not going to get used to that, you know. Yeah, you are. No, no, no. After tomorrow, tomorrow is going to be my last day for that. Because I don't, I don't care if my mucus is flowing like a green river over the Christmas holidays. First of all, green is a nice Christmas color. Nobody will notice, right? Okay. I'll just, I'll tell you what, I'll paint my face with some holly. And mistletoe stuff. Matter of fact, I'll paint my nose to look like a big clump of mistletoe, and then nobody will notice the bogeys hanging down. They'll just think it's part of the sprig of mistletoe. I just like saying sprig, because it rhymes with rig. Not what you're thinking, pig. Oh, okay. that's not what you were thinking, pervert, prevert. Let's check out the current poll. This poll actually gives me an idea for another poll, kind of what we were talking about. I'll get to that in a second. What really rich person would you like to see lose it all? Bill Gates finally got one. Alan Greenspan, two. Oprah, 27. Donald Trump, 36. Dick Cheney, 62. And uh, G.W. Bush, 90. Maybe for tomorrow, for the weekend poll, I don't think I have anything written down for uh, tomorrow's poll idea. No, I don't. And I don't know if we've done this before. What do you wish someone would invent? Like chili that doesn't give you indigestion, for example. I know it doesn't give everyone indigestion, but uh, some of us are old with sensitive stomachs anymore. Didn't used to. That's something you can look forward to. Who knows what life is going to deal you as you age? You never really do know. See, I don't mind the sensitive stomach thing. I just, like I asked the karma gods, just no prostate stuff, please. I don't care if you give me face cancer. Yeah. Just, I don't want anything, I don't want any plumbing problems. Right? I want to be able to go to the bathroom... As long as I can go to the bathroom, I don't care. You can have anything else rot on my body. Right? Just like if your face, if something horrible happens, I, I wanted to be a hermit anyway. Disappear into a shack in the mountains, just have stuff delivered, have somebody leave it at the foot of the driveway, you never have to interact with human beings ever again. But if you have plum plumbing problems, you know, like colon cancer or, uh, you know, the prostate cancer, that, then that's a nightmare. You can't, you can't hide from that. Something happened into your face or, you know, maybe a limb shriveling up or something. You can work around that. But the plumbing problems, that's got to be the worst nightmare in the world. So, so just, you know, sacrifice a chicken. That That's not something that you get. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll stick with my gastrointestinal sensitivity problems that I'm developing here lately. QAM, hello. 
Hi, this is the lady you put on hold, but I got disconnected. Um, all right. Uh, I don't. Is is there a reason you're calling on the air? I mean, did, did Boca Brian not give you another number? Because we had a problem. First of all, he couldn't pick you up, and then when he tried, he messed up our ability to take phone calls on the air. And you know, not to not to disrespect your agenda, but we do have a radio show we're trying to do here. Uh huh. Well, I've been leaving messages before, so I could never reach him. I um, see. I haven't. Uh, like on my voicemail. Um. For George, yes. Yeah, all right. Um, mm-hmm. If there's a message there, then I'll, I'll listen to it and try or to call you Should I email you? And then sure. Me, what's your email that I can just send your message? Uh, we're on the air. Do you understand? Oh, I, oh, I see. I see. Okay. And we can't talk to you off the air. We tried to, and, uh, and all hell broke loose. Oh, okay. I'll try to get your email information. I'll email you. Great. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye. No problem. Bye. The fun stuff. Like, what? what's going on? I, I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he put me down as a reference or something. I don't know. I've been. I'm now. I haven't checked the voicemail in the past couple of days, but I at least check it once a week. I mean, it's not like there's ever anything on there. Do you ever check your voicemail here? Do you have it? I don't have one. Oh, here. Okay. It's it's all a bunch of stupid crap. It's but if people, I did, I wouldn't. It's people wanting to book guests on the show. It's people complaining, or it's people that um want something. Well, the complaining would be funny. Sometimes it is, and we we record those and play them on the air when they're when they're airworthy, you know, like the you've heard them, the V-mails. I should play a block of them, the ones that we can play. Or you know, the, the pissed off guy. Request Thursday. Yeah, we'll play some email. We'll play some V-mails. Maybe that'll be our, our request. If they're funny, we absolutely we record them and put them on the air. But most of them are not funny. They're just you know people whining and moaning about one thing or another that. It's either not our problem or we're not going to change. Like, you know what I'm talking about, Christians taking issue with the fact that we're reminding them that they're supposed to be nice to people instead of what they normally do. Uh, or they the other spew hate. Because yeah, because the they, they are, exactly. But the other thing that's more common than anything else is people wanting something, people requesting something. Like, I heard a bit, can you make me a copy of it and send it to me, and can you put it in a gold envelope and hand deliver it on a velvet pillow to my house between the uh, 3 and 302? These are the kinds of requests that you get on the voicemail. As if I don't know of any other business where people do that. But for some reason, radio, I don't know where it started. I don't know who the first person was that started that rumor that you can just call a radio station and get stuff we pay for for free. You follow? Yeah. I'm going to call Publix and say, yo, I, I want some apples. Have them ready for me at the front of the store. Or better yet, mail them to me. I want some apples. They would laugh at you. Any any business you can think of, go to an insurance agent. It's like, yeah, um, I heard you have some insurance here. I want some. All right, it costs this much. No, no, I want it for free. I mean, they don't get it. We have these bits. We play them on the air to entice people to listen to the radio show so that hopefully they will hear some commercials from our fine sponsors, patronize those sponsors. The sponsors get results. They are happy that they chose us as an advertising medium. They renew their order. We all get paid. That's how it works. If we give away our product, tell you the information over the phone, make a tape for you, give you the bits, and then mail them off to you, why should you listen to the radio show to hear the bits that you so desperately want to hear? You have no reason to listen to it if you can just call the guy or leave a voicemail or send a letter requesting a bit and then have it show up in the mail. Why on earth would you bother listening to the radio show? It's not a free service. Or they want a whole bunch of stupid information, like answer a whole bunch of my questions. I have a whole bunch of questions about the show, you, your life. Uh, Call me back and and answer them. What other business can you do that? Can you call your insurance agent and say, hey, tell me a whole bunch of stuff about you? 
So that's what happens on the voicemail, and that's why I don't check it every single day. There's never, ever, ever anything useful there, anything that we, like we would want to hear. Like nobody calling up saying, hey, I got this basket of money. I wanted to bring it by. Where do I drop it off, and whose name should I put on it? That voicemail is never there. Although I do want to say that. Oh, I got that one. I got that one. I see. Well, it's nice to share. I want to say thank you for the Dingo Lady. Dingo Lady sent me and Neil a Christmas card. I got the card up right here. Thank you, Dingo Lady and her husband. She also sent me a check, a birthday check for my birthday. Thank you, Dingo Lady. But um, thanks, but no thanks. Here it is. It's like, yeah, I, I need money, but some people need it more. How's that? Works. Okay. I mean, if you're a rich person and you want to send me, like, a check with some commas in it or something like that, sure, yeah, we'll take that. But, uh, you know, hey, dingo lady, take that money and uh, buy yourself something nice with it. Buy something nice for your husband. Buy a bag of weed, a small bag, because it was only $25. QAM, hello. You think drugs are cool? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. If we could have a 1000 like that. We'd never, we'd never have to worry about money or ratings or, or anything, Josh. 242 votes on the poll right now. What really rich person would you like to see lose it all? G.W. Bush, 97. Jick, uh, Jick Cheney. Is that what it says? No. I messed up. Dick Cheney, 71. Donald Trump, 40. Oprah, 31. Alan Greenspan, 2. And only one for Bill Gates. We're going to mold that. What invention uh, would you like to see? I mean, we can add names to this poll, please, if we left anybody out. But maybe for tomorrow. We do have some stories. I'm not going to read, like, actual story stories, but, you know, the Spygate thing that's going on? Mm-hmm. Remember yesterday I mentioned that people, people like Rush and certain bloggers were posting lies, misquoting the FISA thing to, to try to justify what's going on and say that it's legal? They're lying and they're misquoting. And you don't have to take my word for it, all right? Here's some advice. Don't take anybody's words for anything when you hear about a controversial issue like this. Do like that Christian historian said and read up. You can do a search for FISA. You can read on it yourself. Now, Drudge apparently yesterday or the day before posted some stuff. The new defense now, and there are several, but one of the new defenses uh, are that Clinton did it and Carter did it, and that's a lie. All right? And he posted some stuff on his website that are lies. He misquoted FISA, and he misquoted the executive orders that both of those two former presidents wrote. And then there are many stories debunking it that are posting the actual executive order as it did appear, not selectively worded, not selectively edited like some people like Mr. Drudge are putting on their websites. So you might want to do some research and read the real executive orders. You can go on our website. We have at least two articles that debunk all of the myths that are being thrown out there by the paid propagandists of this Nazi regime. And uh, there, there are two articles. One is really good where everything is hyperlinked. Every time they mention something like FISA or the executive order or anything like that, it's, got, uh, it's a hypertext link that takes you right to the act or the portion or the executive order so that you can do your own damn research. And it's a good place to start. Go to neilrogers.com, vote on the poll, read some stories. 15 till 11 on 560 QAM. Every so often an artist comes along that captures in song the true spirit of Christmas. Now that hallowed tradition lives on. Because here comes the hardest working man in snow business, the godfather of Noel, Mr. James Brown. Santa Master, Holy Master, all his comb, yep, all his rest. See the virgin, and it's him, it's Christmas time, y'all. 
Let's go. Let's go. A James Brown Christmas song. But two record set that puts the soul in your white Christmas. Christmas time. And you better watch out. Better not try them. Better not stop. Telling you why, yeah. Santa's got a brand new bag. Why be good for Christmas when you can be bad? Start rocking your stocking with a James Brown Christmas. Wow, Pastor Harry and your thing. Got it too. That new bone king. Yeah. 10 till 11, 560 QAM. Did they go and change this show? Did it end at like 30 or something? Did I blink? Oh, there's John Revolting. Well, let's go back to Murray. Maybe we can get a, you know, one last paternity a, test yeah, in. One or two. Yeah. Did you see the one that's happened more than one time? Because um, you know how Murray always pa- pauses. Like he goes, you are, and he takes like a little bit of a beat there. Not, not the father, or you are the father, and so they got the girl there, and Murray goes, you are, and she didn't wait, you know, Murray takes it, stops and takes his breath, and all of a sudden she's in the guy's face, told you, not the father, oh yeah, she gets all mad, she got mad at Murray, it's like Murray faked her out, you know, it's like, you should know, if you've seen the show once, that that's how Murray delivers the news, he, you know, for dramatic effect, like that pregnant pause for drama. It's like a worse blow that way. Oh, it's embarrassing because the guy's like, hey, hey, hey. Don't get hasty. Don't jump the gun. My bad. Yeah. And then, of course, the run. I love the run. I love the run, but not as much as the dance. Right? We're big fans of the dance Nothing on Murray. Like we had that one video, but I think that they could do a better job than that. Get a whole bunch of them, string them together. You know, you can change the pace of those videos. They have software that does that. Sure. Speaking of that, we will continue our discussion, our product uh, discussion of uh, DVRs, digital video recorders, and things to convert your VHS tapes into DVR. Got some good options here. Got some information. The question for today, and hopefully we won't get 100 answers, just a couple. Is there, I presume there is, a, like, bit rate or the equivalent of that. See, I know nothing about encoding video. That's why we're asking on the air. For example, when you encode an MP3, there are various bit rates. Like 320 is the highest. You know how when you set the settings, when you go with yeah. RIP, like if you're using Windows Media Player or something like that, Windows Media wants to use a variable bit rate or a constant bit rate, and they're, they're, you can slide the scale up and down from like 96 to 320 and... I want as much as I can get, so I always max it out to 320. I'll just I'll buy another hard drive. I just want as much, especially since most of this stuff we're going to be listening to it on headphones, presumably good headphones like with an iPod or something comparable. I want as much of a bit rate as I can get. Does video have that kind of a thing? Is there a bit rate with regards to encoding and recording the video? You know what I mean? Because I want the most I can get. Like, I want a convenient machine, but I don't want a convenient machine that only records video at a certain level of quality, a diminished level of quality. You follow? I want good quality. I want convenience, but I also want the best quality possible, especially with, like, 
the the kitty videos. You got family kitty videos. Uh, they're on old tapes already. I'm not crazy about the quality that they're going to be at to begin with, so I don't want to lose any quality by using a cheat machine that has, and I'm just going to say bitrate, but I don't know. <clears throat> you know what I mean? I don't know what the term is yeah. for that. So that's something to mull over. DJV, DJ Valentine wants George Lucas on the poll, and I added him, and then Andy Miami, besides wishing us both a merry effing Christmas, or maybe just me, he doesn't specify, added uh, Wayne Heisinga. He also said Mr. Moman Doi Doi Doi. I don't, he doesn't qualify. The people that we're talking about have, like, well, maybe earth want, moving maybe. wealth. I was going to say, maybe he wants to hear that. Oh, you know what? That, that could be right. So I'll just set that over here for his potential request, because I forgot we were doing that. I forgot what happened five minutes ago. QAM, hello. Hello. Hello, George? Yeah. George, I want to add Steinbrenner to that list. Okay. Okay? George Steinbrenner. Yeah. Got that Josh with an EI. Yeah, thank you. All right, no problem. Bye. Bye-bye. What really rich person would you like to see lose it all? George W. Bush, 116. Dick Cheney, 84. Donald Trump, 41. Oprah, 34. Wayne Huizinga, 3 already. Alan Greenspan, 2. Bill Gates, 1. And none for George Lucas. I, uh, that would teach him. That would teach him a lesson. If only. So you want me to get into that thing about Spygate really quick? Let me just, uh, let me, let me tease on it. Because I don't want, because like, this is heavy stuff and it's kind of, it's interesting yet boring, you know what I mean? It has nothing to do with uh, with breasts, so it's a big two-knot stuff. But there are two stories that are on there today. One is called Fact Check. Clinton slash Carter executive orders did not, you heard me, did not authorize warrantless searches of Americans. That's one that specifically addresses the Drudge Post. And then the other one, which is very long and in-depth, it's the one that I was talking about where everything is uh, is hyperlinked. Practically every noun in the article is hyperlinked so that you, when they mention something like, for example, uh, in protest of Bush's authorization, that's hyperlinked. You can go to that. Uh, Patrick Henry. Everything that they mention in here, if it's an act, if it's a quote, whatever it is, it's hyperlinked so that you can go back to the original source and do your own research. Take no one's word for anything. Trust no one. Do your own research. And here's a great resource because it's all right there. And as a matter of fact, this story... The one that's entitled uh, Warrantless Spying Apologetics Continue, which you will find on NeilRogers.com. <clears throat> this story goes down the list of every myth that is being floated out there right now by the propagandists and debunks each and every one. Debunking the war resolution myth because they claim that, that the resolution that gave the president the authorization to go to war also gave him the authorization to spy on Americans. Guess what? <laughs> and I won't bore you by reading it, but nevertheless it goes into why that's a myth. Debunking the executive order myth. That he has, you know, just has the power. Conservative activist Matt Drudge yesterday posted, and then this one addresses the Matt Drudge thing as well. Debunking the Gorlick myth. A related argument was made yesterday by uh, Byron York in a National Review article entitled Clinton Claimed Authority to Order uh, No Warrant Searches. It debunks that with references, with documentation. And debunking the Echelon myth. Another variation of the Clinton did it argument involves the top secret surveillance program employed by the Clinton administration, codenamed Echelon, and then it goes into the details about Echelon, how it was conducted, uh, what paperwork was filed on, you know, f with regards to it, etc., and so on. And I don't want to bore you any more than I already have with that. Go there, read it, uh, print it up, make copies for all of your uh, right-wing nut friends, and, and have a great time with it. I might read the because uh, the Drudge thing just to address that because you know how popular he is with the. Uh, Sure. Us. I might just read uh, a little bit later on what he posted on his website and what 
actually happened and what the executive order that Clinton wrote actually says. Like, we will not stop where Drudge ends the quote. We will continue. The article does. Continue with the quote. It doesn't just end the quote right there and chop it off. You know, just very, it's a very simple thing. I mean, you can, you can cut and paste selected portions of anybody's statements and anybody's text and make it say whatever the hell you want it to say when you start taking things out of context and, and end sentences before the period. You know what I mean? Which yeah. is exactly what he did. 3 till 11 on 560 WQAM. With WQAM, it's guaranteed for a lie. Dingleberry, dingleberry, dingleberry toy. I'm very upset and I'm very annoyed. Did I give it a dig? Did I give it a tug? And drag my pony ass across the rug. Dingleberry, dingleberry, dingleberry toy. They got me shaking and doing like a dance. I'm using my hand with a kung fu grab. Like I got ants in my pants. When they multiply, makes a sound like a crunch when I walk this way. Spend my spare time in my behind. Pick the dingleberries away. Making a trail right down to my knees. In that dark, out of the tad. Dingleberry marshes are tickling me. I got the dingleberry. I got the dingleberry. I got the dingleberry toy. I know that wasn't Mr. Moman, but I couldn't find that in a timely fashion. Don't worry, uh, whoever it was, Andy in Miami. Chronic Andy in Miami, Chronic Faxer. You're all right, Andy. Uh, we did say it was going to be mostly request Thursday, so uh, I plan to honor that. And he did marry us. Marry us. He wished us a merry effing Christmas. Oh, back at you. Heartfelt, a warm, heartfelt wish like that. How can, uh, how can we deny him, right? So I, I will yeah. read this, uh, just the drudge thing. The other story is all long and very detailed, and uh, with all the links that are in the body of the story... Because when you're reading it, you're going to say, oh, like, let me read up more about this link here. You tend to tangent off, you know what I mean, and then come back. So it's, it's best to read yourself interactively. Click on all of the things in the story that are interested, interesting, I should say to you. The top of the Drudge Report claims Clinton executive order, the secret search on Americans without a court order, is not true. Here's the breakdown. Which, by the way, something. And you know they have no defense. That's why they're throwing out hokey defenses like, well, Carter did it and Clinton did it, so that makes it okay. As if. First of all, that doesn't make it okay. That just makes what they did illegal also. And do you really think, considering the flap that they made about the humbob that Bubba got, if he was spying on Americans, can you only imagine the hue and cry that would have come out of that right wing based on that executive order? Right? Like, like they would have like just let that slide by. You know, they wouldn't let a spot on a dress slide by. They were going to let him, you know, violating the law, actually violating the law, spying on Americans. Like, they wouldn't have just been jumping up and down like rabid rabbits. Drudge says, Clinton, February 9th, 1995, and here's what he quotes. 
the Attorney General is authorized to approve physical searches without a court order, end quote, on his website. Here's what Clinton actually signed. Section 1 pursuant, I'm going to rattle off these numbers. You can look it up yourself if you want to go and uh, do a search. FISA is available online, the entire act. The Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, Surveillance Act is available online in a PDF format. You can look at it with your Adobe Reader. So uh, I'll just brush past these. Pursuant to Section 302A150 USC 1822A of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, the Attorney General is authorized to approve physical searches without a court order. That's where drudge ends, comma, to acquire foreign intelligence information for periods of up to one year, comma, if the Attorney General makes the certifications required by that section, the section that I just referred to at the beginning of that. And then when you go to that section, this section requires the Attorney General to certify that his search will not involve the premises, information, material, or property of a United States person. For those of you who don't know what a United States person means, that means U.S. citizens or anyone inside the United States. Got that, Josh? Okay. If you're in the United States, you are a United States person. All right? The entire controversy about Bush's program is, for the first time ever, allows warrantless surveillance of the United States citizens and other people inside the United States. Clinton's 1995 executive order did not authorize that. And then here's the Carter thing, and here's what Drudge says about Carter. What Drudge says, Jimmy Carter signed the executive order on May 23, 1979, and here's the quote, Attorney General is authorized to approve electronic surveillance to acquire foreign intelligence information without a court order, period, end quote, according to Drudge. Here's what Carter's executive order actually says. 1-101 period pursuant to section 102A1 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act of 1979, 50 U.S.C. 1802A, the Attorney General is authorized to approve the electronic surveillance to acquire foreign intelligence information without a court order, comma, but only if the Attorney General makes the certifications required by that section, the section that the paragraph begins with, and that section says that the Attorney General cannot spy on any U.S. persons. Okay? Don't take my word for it. Don't take Drudge's word for it. Do your own damn research. You go read the act. You go read the executive orders. They're all available on the Internet. If you don't want to go do a whole bunch of searching, just go to neilrogers.com. Both uh, this story and the other more detailed story are posted on there. You can do your own damn research. And if you don't like where those links are doing, then you do a search yourself and see what you come up with. And stop trusting bloggers and paid political pundits like Rush, you know, junkie Rush Limbaugh and, uh, you know, bobblehead crank-calling uh, pervert O'Reilly. QAM, hello. I'm being tapped. QAM, hello. I'm being tapped. QAM, hello. Oh, nice. Two lines. Yeah. Congratulations. You've reached a new level of lifeness, lifelessness. You know, Gilbert has a multi-line phone, too. That's how you know that you're, like, you know, there are cranks and there are cranks, but the, the one step beyond that is when you actually buy or go to great lengths to, uh, to get on more than one line at the same time. That's her. Congratulations, Ron, for reaching a, a whole new level of lifelessness. You will be the envy of lifeless people around the world, raising the bar for all crazy chronics of all time. QAM, hello. George? Yeah. George. Uh, QAM, hello. George? Yeah. Can I uh, have anybody home? Please. Who? Martha Stewart? Amen, brother. Nice. I'd like to see her freaking homeless. Yes, I would. Charlotte. All right, take it easy. Although she's got skills, she could get a job at a kitchen, right? Now, here's the thing about Martha. I can't stand her, and I think she should have spent a whole lot more time in jail when, when really, like, billionaires 
are grubby, greedy, to the point where they'll do illegal things for, for what is pocket change to them, then not enough bad things can happen to them. I mean, that is, that is karma, that is payoff like nothing else, but she's still a billionaire, you understand. Yeah. Her whole thing with me is like, remember when she was on her trial and all that mm-hmm. crap? Like, she never apologized. No, no, no. Screw you people. Screw you honest people. I'm above any kind of law or honesty or anything like that. But here's the thing about her. If they took all her fortune away right now, Josh, I, I would bet you that within five years she would have it all back. Because that's, kind of, that's the kind of bitch she is. She's driven. She has the ability to, to cook and, you know, make turkeys out of pine cones and other worthless things like that. But for some reason, that's, that's valuable to all of these, uh, I don't know, like all these homebodies that don't know how to cook themselves. Cook themselves. Get it? Can you picture that? QAM, hello? George. Yeah. How's it going, man? Just fine. How are you? All right. Um, I, I'm the same guy that called you yesterday about that Chappelle website. I wonder if you checked it out at all. No, I didn't. I, uh, I had a headache and just uh, went to Well, that. no, it's because you were talking about Oprah this morning, and there's a connection between the two. Like, the website is it's actually quite long. I could summarize it for you really quick if you want. It's pretty disturbing. Okay, go. Well, it pretty much seemed that when Chappelle show aired, it was such a big success that a lot of black entertainers like Bill Cosby, Oprah Winfrey, Whoopi Goldberg, etc., were very offended. And they formed this thing called like the Dark Coalition Group or something, and they had secret meetings with Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton and Louis Farrakhan and a bunch of other black people. Mm-hmm. And they all like created this conspiracy to have him tone down the show. And they started to shadow him. They had guys following him around all the time. And it got to, you know, extremes. He said, the website says it. I don't know if this is true or not. He was in a shower one day. And he opens a shower curtain. There's two guys sitting in the bathroom. And they tell him, if we can get into your house and, you know, just like when you're home, imagine if you're not home, what mm-hmm. we can do. And they started doing things like this to really speak him out. You know how they said in that Time article that he went to a mental institution for a while? Yeah. That might be why. I mean, I don't yeah. know if it's true or not. It was written by someone who used to be in, he used to be a reporter. He's a retired uh-huh. reporter, and he still knows a lot of people in the industry who are close to, like, Bill Cosby and stuff. So it might be kind of true, I don't know, but the website's definitely worth checking out because there's a lot of intriguing things because they also say these are the people who were behind Malcolm X. So who knows? Huh. It's pretty interesting. All right. So you should check it out at ChappelleFinney.com. Okay. All right, thank Thanks you. Take it easy. What do you think about that? What is it? Chappelle what? ChappelleTheory.com. We'll have to uh, investigate. Now, I don't know about Oprah, but, you know, Bill Cosby, you know, he was buying up, like, all the, um, like, Song of the South, copies of Song of the South, and all these other uh, really racist old uh, programs, I guess Amos and Andy, I don't know. He was buying up as much of it as he could get his hands on and uh, and then destroying it, you understand. Is that right? Because it's offensive to him, right? I mean, I don't... I'm not going to tell him what to be offended by or what not to be offended by, but... Tell him to get a life, though? Uh, yeah, that, too, and it's also... Um, I understand that it's offensive, but it's part of American history, and I don't think that pretending that it never existed is actually helpful. I think uh, acknowledging that it existed is helpful. That's just my own theory on the matter. I think that if you if you forget that something happened, then it can happen again, but if you remember it, then you'll be able to recognize it when it starts happening again. You know what I mean? I agree. Of course it was bad. And, and you know, in the Song of the South with the whole tar baby business and everything, and Uncle Remus was very uh, racist, etc., and so on. But if you destroy any evidence and, and it's lost from our minds, then it can happen again. It'll be new. 
You understand? Like, like any of the other atrocities, like slavery or anything else, like the Holocaust, anything else that happened. We're not supposed to forget those things. We're supposed to never forget those things last time I checked, right? Right. To make sure that they don't happen again. QIM, hello. George, how's it going, man? Fine, how are you? All right, uh, two quick comments. Number one, I think everybody's going to vote for Bill Gates only because he is the richest guy in the world. So no, no, not. He's only got two votes right now. Oh, good, good. Uh, you know, I hate Microsoft, but I love my Xbox. And the second thing, I got the winner of the poll. Okay. Saudi royal family. Well, I just got a fax on the Saudi royal family. I guess we're going to have to change the poll. We can add uh, an S in parentheses after persons. Person. That's cool. All right. Get them on there. You bet. Later. Take it easy. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? See, the whole thing, that, like, this is a fantasy, and I almost get sexual excitement from this. Picturing these people actually working a job with a boss cracking a whip over their backs like the rest of us have to do. Can you picture that? No. Like GW actually having to explain to his boss why his productivity isn't up to a certain level or why he got in two minutes late that day or, you know, why he's under quota or, you know, whatever the rest of us have to put up with like to see him on top of a roof in the Florida heat, nailing down tar paper, spreading that tar. Wouldn't that be, like, almost sexual? That would be good. I mean, so sweet. I would, I would rub my nipples raw. 11.13 on 560 WQAM. It's God. I love Hank. I'm having a gay affair with Hank.
Time that out perfect. 11.25.60 QAM. Not only did I find Mr. Moman, so uh, remind me, Josh, during the next break. Okay. Want to accommodate. You got uh, something else, did you? Andy? Yeah. What do you got? Oh, no, I was able to, um, well, I'm, I'm downloading that email because you found that song for me. Thank you. I'll, I'll get into why in a minute. Uh, did I send that to you? Split ends. Did you? No. Well, then I'm not downloading it. I got, I got to my email. So okay, let me do, do that, that now. But I happen to, not only did we add the Saudi royal family to the poll, and I know they're going to do well. I wish I could change my vote, as a matter of fact. But I finally uh, remembered to have Eric add a parentheses S so that we could put plural people on there. Because, you know, that's plural. Saudi right. royal family, more than one of them. Like Osama, they're still on good terms. So, yeah, hurry up and uh, send me that split end song, and I'll, uh, so that... I'll have some audio aids when I explain why I had you do that. QAM, hello. 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 Party! <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, Gilbert. You too. All right. Bye. Bye. Maybe it's the pseudoephedrine, because I'm just stunned. <laughs> right? I'm feeling a little lightheaded all of a sudden. Rocco says, for the poll, Saudi royal family also, check out State.com article, Why Won't the Bush Administration Obey the Law, um, what is it, for the sake of God? Good for the sight, I see. All right, I'll check that out, Rocco. They won't obey the law because they are above the law, as you've observed so many times. I am above the law! They make up lies. Basically, it's like, it's like Don Corleone and his family took over the country. They're a criminal enterprise that just happened to, to on purpose make their way into the position of highest power in the country so that they could make more money than they ever have because that's what they're all about is making money for themselves and their friends, for their little elite group. And they just happen to succeed in their ultimate goal, taking over America so that they could rape and pillage and plunder on, on a wholesale level. You know, I was looking for that above the law in there earlier. What is that under? Uh, all of the South Park drops are under S-O period park, no spaces. So park. So dot park. Okay. And it's right there on top. So dot park above the law. As a matter of fact, it's right under... Oh, let me taste your tears, Jack. It's right there. And above... Oh, Jesus. Are you kidding me? How do you like that? Wait, that isn't that the good bleep? Oh, no. That's... Listen, to me, they're all good bleeps. Because, you know, whatever they might sound like, I did it visually. You understand? I put it in the shortcut. People don't understand. I put it in the digital editor and identified the wave of the offensive word visually and obliterated it completely, and even in some cases added more of a bleep than is required by law. You follow? That's how I did all of these things, painstaking, with great concern in mind about the, the uh, atmosphere that we have to operate under. All right? You could take that, record it, digitize it, analyze it, break it down, stretch it out, and you will find no sign of an offensive word in there. It just so happens to go by so quickly that your brain fills in the brain, the blank, the blank, the blank, the blank. Oh, I got this Japanese thing going. You know what I mean? It's an audio illusion because you know what they're saying. Your brain 
fills in the gap, replaces the bleep with the actual word. So you think you're hearing the word, but you're not because uh, it's just an illusion that way. Trust me. QIM, hello. Hello. Hey, how's hey, it going? Fine, how are you? Not bad. Hey, can you explain what that South Park was about last night? Any idea? Last night? It was a repeat. It was? I had never seen the it. The one before. with the uh, the animals and uh, the, the devil-worshipping animals, blood orgy, yeah. all of that stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what 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 didn't you understand about it? It was I'm a, a spoof of the I traditional think. Christmas story. It, it was just a way of jerking Stan around. Okay. Hey, and can uh, we uh, hear some Pharrell for Christmas? Here's some Pharrell for Christmas? Yeah. Happy? There you go. QAM, hello. Hey, George, how you doing? Fine, how are you? I always like it when I can accommodate people really quickly. Happy holidays to you, too. Hey, uh, tomorrow, Paul, you're doing inventions? Yeah, I'm thinking about that. I'm mulling that over. I don't think we've done that. What do you wish they would invent? Well, you know, my beer gets warm uh, quickly, and it's like a reverse microwave. You know, you can put something in... uh, Something and make it cold. That's freaking brilliant. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, I can't. No, you're right. A reverse microwave. Yeah, ice does something to beer. You know, waters it down, so you just throw something in the microwave. I know. Warm soda. Putting it in the freezer doesn't cool it down fast enough. Putting ice in it, of course, is wrong. It waters it down. Yeah. So that's my. uh, That's freaking brilliant. Reverse microwave. All right, buddy. Write that down so that we can uh, start that out tomorrow. That's not even one that I thought of because I do this all day long, especially when I'm sitting on the can. Has come up with inventions that. I mean, that's legitimately like a winner. That's totally. I can think of a million and one uses for that. Like the guy, right. but just imagine, like a can of soda. Can down, you just got it at public. Throw right. it in, bam. You drink because if you put ice in it, well, that's just. I mean, that's good. We've done that. I've done that, haven't you? It doesn't work, but when you're desperate, you're desperate. When the beer is warm, put some ice in it. You got to drink it fast before you know, it gets all watery. I've never done that. I have. It's, it's not advised. But sometimes you're desperate. What would you rather have, watery cold beer or warm beer? Watery cold. Watery cold, exactly. Least, question. At least it's refreshing. I can't, I can't drink warm beer. No, it makes you want to puke, doesn't it? You know, so they, they do it in Europe. Europe. I know, I know. It's they crazy. Do, you know, they do a lot of things in Europe that I don't understand. You know, it's one thing to drink soda. Well, I mean, I even can't that. that either. That tastes like rust. Right, yeah. and I don't like that. Yeah. I can do it. Get my headache back if thinking I about have it. to. But beer? Yeah. How do you drink beer room temperature? I don't I know. That's and they sad. do it, like, I guess England, they do it. Maybe Germany oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Puke. That's the way it used to be, of course, in the beginning, before refrigerators and what. I mean, it's a brew, and it was served warm. Keyword oh. before. Yeah. Oh, I'm gagging myself thinking about that. 1127 on All Puke Radio, 560 QAM. <laughs>
29 till 12, 560 WQIM on uh, some request Thursday. If your request is clean, and if I can find it conveniently, and if we haven't heard it uh, recently, and if it's something that both me and Josh like, we might play it. Wow. What a great deal, huh? Yeah. 387 votes on the poll right now on NeilRogers.com. What really rich persons would you like to see lose it all? What are you at? Because I've, uh, I've been surfing and I can't find anything. MTV, is it the next? Yeah. Because I kind of flipped past that. Huge Hogan's. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, left. good. We have, whoa, yes, indeed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Nice. All right, 387 votes, as I was saying. George W. Bush, 161, in the lead for which really rich person would you uh, like to see lose it all? Dick Cheney, 106. Donald Trump, 56. Oprah, 39. Oh, I got a fax here from somebody. Merry Christmas. Don't forget, Jesus is the reason for the season. And Oprah made most of her money in real estate. I guess when you got a little bit, see, that's how that goes. The rich get richer. See, you got to have a little bit of money to invest to make more money, Josh. That's what I, we're all waiting for. Need money to make money. That's all part of the scam. That's why these people, you know, the tax cuts for the rich and, and increasing our cost of living, that's to keep us out of ever being able to compete with them. Since we're all hand-to-mouth, Right? And maybe a little bit behind. It's true. And a little bit in the red. We'll never have enough money to invest to start climbing our way up to where they are. And that's exactly how they want it. Saudi royal family and Wayne Huizinga are tied with five. Watch the Saudis go. Just climb on up there. Martha Stewart, Alan Greenspan, and Bill Gates each have four. Three for George Steinbrenner. None yet for George Lucas. Oh, come on. I would love for him to lose, a, lose it all. Learn a lesson. This is what you do when you start screwing with stuff, George. That's fine if you want to destroy the memory of those movies with those three other pieces of turd, but why do you have to mess with the ones that have nothing wrong with them? We're trying to just embrace those and, and just forget about those other three pieces of crap that you made. As far as I'm concerned, they don't exist. That ain't Darth. That punk. That's funny because, you know, Miguel put a Star Wars poster up here, and he put my electric head yeah. over Hayden Christensen's face. Perfect. That's the only reason the poster's still up there. It's because we don't have the to The funniest see. part is when he brought it in, you didn't yes. really see it at first, and he's no. hanging the poster up, and, and you're getting and offended. I'm pissing and moaning, like, get it out of there! Get it out of there! I was like, oh, okay, I see. Little did you know. You obscured Hayton Christensen, because we are Hayton Christensen, that punk. Yeah, right, that's the guy inside the dart suit. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It's that tall British guy that sounds like that fat black guy. The guy in Clockwork Orange. Right. Julian. QAM, hello. Yo, what's up? But, yo, is, is it true about that story about uh, Phil Collins that that uh, in the air tonight? That that story that they say about him going fishing and his friend fell off the boat and he drowned. You know what I'm talking about? No. And Eminem has it on a song. Never heard it. Phil Collins in the air tonight. Yeah, that that he went out fishing. Uh, Phil Collins and his friend and I got a boat, and his friend fell overboard. Fell yeah. overboard. Never and heard then it. His friend didn't. They didn't want to pick him up. And news to me. Listen to Is that the one with the inflatable sheep? Okay. What? I said, have a nice, uh, nice Christmas, Merry Christmas. Somebody, somebody's gonna, uh, 
call you about him. And All right. You mean for somebody else. Have you ever heard anything like that? You know all the time that you spend listening to Eminem songs, Josh? Have you heard anything like that? I, I have not. No. I would I would tell this girl next right there. She doesn't even have to get any closer than that. This girl over here? What kind of a shape is that? Oblong? I don't know. Is she kind of like an oval? By the way, speaking of shapes and stuff, they were doing a, on 60 Minutes, I forgot to mention it, they had a thing on Morgan Freeman, who we all like, right? You like Morgan Freeman? Yeah, no yeah. problems with him? Good actor. This is way before your time, but I had completely forgotten the first time I saw Morgan Freeman and they showed a clip of him from Electric Company. He was the easy reader, and they showed a clip of him as the easy reader, and I just, I jumped up and down on the bed. It's like, oh my God! He was the easy reader, because I remember easy reader. I still have fond memories of easy reader. From I've the seen Electric a picture Company. of him when he's really young. But he, Easy Reader would come out and do, like, pseudo-rapping. Now, the thing is, if I, and here's a rare thing, if anyone can find it. Old videos of Electric Company so that we can see Morgan Freeman. Like, I want a whole Easy Reader routine now of him rapper. doing it. Yeah, it was bizarre. Okay, here's our girl, Brooke. Brooke23. That's funny. Look how it ties shirt. in, because you said that she had big Hogans. Brooke Hogans. Brooke Hogans. Get it? It ties in. Seriously, this is she just flashed the guy like right, right there. Hi, my name is Flash. Just like that, she wins. Yeah, right. I mean, if he doesn't pick her, then he's then then he's gay. QAM, hello. Hey, I'd like to make a request. Okay, we will consider it. Let me gather the committee. All right, we're in place. <laughs> how you doing today? Fine. How are you? Okay, I like to hear you to hack the wife. Okay. Well, guns would be good. Let's squeeze them both in for you. How do you like that? I, hey, great. Thanks a lot. Have no a great problem. day now. You too. Speaking of Hogan's and a great day, <laughs> is it Shana, Shana or Shana? Shana. Shana. Yeah. Not even close. Shana. She wears no bra, and then she she moves. Right? And even, like, bloated from pregnancy. Dude, dude hypnotic. She wears no bra. She moves around, and she wears, like, paper-thin see-through. See through stuff, and it's and it's hypnotic. Talk about distraction. Talk about. Good God, I love that girl. So Who am? Hello. Hey George. How are you? Hey, can you uh, play uh, Satan sings uh, the tune? Or... Hey, write these down, Josh, because I'm gonna forget. I can't write and talk at the same time. Ganja be good, and uh, what was the other one that he wanted? Hack the wife. Hack the wife, right. Satan sings a hit or something like that. I forget that. Satan's Baby, that's old. I don't even know if that's in here. Satan's Baby? Uh, yeah. He sings, sings Billy Joel or Satan's Baby sings Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, that's great. Which one? Uh, the Simon and Garfunkel, I guess. No, from Ritten Go Records. Satan's Baby sings Simon and Garfunkel. I am going to rip out your hair when you're dead.
There you go. Two for the price of one because they're short and I was in the mood. QAM, hello. Bink. QAM, hello. 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 Oh, it's Satan's baby. Uh, it's who? Hey, how are you doing? Fine. <laughs> uh, you know who Brooke Hogan is? Yeah, I know who Brooke Hogan is. Uh, it's Hulk Hogan's daughter. Yeah, we, we don't miss a minute that she's on the TV. Oh, my God. And sometimes several times over. I know we're going to jail, but but um, but here's here's the thing with Brooke Hogan. Just like like when Brittany, before she was 18, I would do her at my trial in front of the judge right there on the bench. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. All right? Right in front of the jury. As a matter of fact, <laughs> that, little, that little bar that's in front of the jury box there, that little banister kind of a thing, I would bend her over that and look the jury members in the eye while I'm doing her, and then they could just drag me off. How's that? Uh, that'd be great, George. All right. I would need a step stool, however. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, take it. Take it uh, have a good day, Ashley. too. I do have climbing gear. Right? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. She's she's what is she? Sixteen, but sixteen. She's like six foot, foot dude. Right. Okay. All right. She's got all the legs. That does not compute. Sixteen does not. You know, you can you can paint sixteen on her. Yeah. And it's still, a, your brain is like nah. Yeah. That's better than the average twenty-two year old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I uh, mean, and she's not just tall. You know, she's got she's thick. A woman's voice. Yeah, a woman's body. She's all, all woman. All right, I agree. And I got a teenage daughter, and I know it's a double standard. Oh, it's a double standard. If somebody was talking like that about your daughter, you'd be gunning for him, right? But it's not my daughter; it's someone else's daughter. So, so there you go. This girl's all woman herself. I'm yeah, the, uh, she's a little bit tatted up. Uh, the guy didn't just reject her out of hand. Of course, with an introduction like that, the, you know, these other girls can't even just in the face. They can't yeah. compete with this other Sorry. girl. I don't think I don't think anyone is going to be next. After uh, Brooke, Brooke the fancy flasher. You're probably right. George. Yeah. What's up, dude? 1618, same thing. Dude, I like Prozac Ron. Oh, I don't. I don't dislike him. I just think he's a he's a crazy. I just think you know, like when he says I got a girlfriend and or I need he, more he, medicine he or what. I think it's pretty funny though. Yeah. Okay. Now, now the uh, DVD VCR combo thing. I got one. It's a JVC. Okay. Um, it works perfect, man. If I need to dub something, it's got the dubbing buttons and everything. And the best thing about it. Cool. Yeah. Now you can record two things at the same time on two different channels. Rock on. How do you do on that? My, it's, all you do is program the VCR to tape, uh, for example, channel 4 at 8 o'clock, and mm-hmm. you can program the DVD player to tape channel 10 at 8 o'clock kind of thing. Okay. It's pretty cool. And it, it, it works out fine, and, I mean, I get to get all my shows and everything. Now, it, you said it was a... JVC. It's a JVC, but it's a DVD and VCR combo. DVD, VCR combo, correct. I bought it at uh, Best Buy. All right. All right, dude. Well, how's record. the quality? How's the quality when you... The quality you, is good. The quality you, is good. And you can dub, like, internally from tape to DVD? Exactly. And the quality is good. And you can dub from DVD to tape also. Oh, well, I would assume. All right. Yeah. I, I got a request, though. Sure. This, uh, this is Eddie, that really long bit you have from him. That's like five minutes long. Please. Come on, dude. It's Christmas time. You know what? We got some pizza that's going to be showing up sometime today. Right, what we'll do that? is uh, I'll, I'll play that. We'll just do an entire block where uh, where I won't talk. Everyone will be happy, including me. And and I'll play that and uh, something else. All right. I'll hold them in the car right. to hear it. All right, dude. Take it easy. Now, which one? It's a voicemail from Eddie. This is Eddie. You know, the one. Uh, okay, it goes okay. on for like five and a half minutes. It's okay. great. <laughs> I love these long bits, man. It's a great way to fake fake your way through the day on a Thursday. 18 till 12 on All Faking Radio. Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, you're not ready yet? I know. It's a distraction over here on the TV. This uh, this Brooke, 
Not Brooke Hogan, but Brooke with the Hogans. Are you ready? Do it. O.J. Simpson was a hero Loved by millions across the land He went to visit his ex-wife now She was hanging with another man The juice went home now for a knife and ski mask and a pair of gloves and back he went. She was tipping her friend the waiter and giving more than 15%. Well, Jews couldn't take it. Started slicing and dicing, don't you know? Was at the airport before they fell. He made a touchdown in old Chicago. Ejecting at the Alibi Hotel. But the LAGA, well, he flagged OJ for illegal procedure <clears throat> with a knife. That's a prison yard penalty, he said with conviction. That's what you get when you hack the wife out on the L.A. freeway in a getaway Bronco, pressing something to his skull, wishing he was dead. But it was a cell phone, no, not a pistol, suicide by tumor deep in his head. Well, they finally got a mock. Now it's up to the jury. But he will surely be in jail for life. And now the people, they all say, they feel bad for OJ. They forget it ain't okay. Okay. To hack the wire. Yeah. Hack the wire, baby. Hmm. How come I made OJ so black? I don't know. Huh. 11 before 12, 560 QAM. That was good. I forgot how much I liked that bit. See, that's a good request, something that we can all enjoy. Not to mention that it was long. I flipped all the way through the uh, the band, the cable band over here, and I got nothing because they just switched next. First of all, the guy chooses uh, Sunfried Girl instead of uh, Flashing Brook. So I don't understand that. There was a black guy, and Brooke had a big booty, too. So there was nothing not to like. And he chose this other sun-fried, very nondescript girl instead. So I'm flipping through, and uh, like I wind up on, on uh, Godzilla. i got a Godzilla movie here because there's nothing else on. Godzilla! Godzilla! And, you know, I, I tried, and I never did find a good sound effect. The Godzilla roar, you know, the one that sounds like metal twisting up. I, I yeah, tried to imitate really it, but bad. I, I can't make that sound with my uh, another. I can't do it. Come on, and I'm trying to. Good description. It sounds like metal. Yeah, grinding. it sounds like somebody ripping like girders off of a, a building. It's a good sound. I, I like it. We all like Godzilla, don't we? Did we ever do what's your favorite monster? King Kong would win right now because of the whole movie that's out right now. But it would always be King Kong and Godzilla if we ever did that poll. Well, what else you got, really, that's going to Oh, do there's lots of monsters. 
Not not Jason and Freddy. Those aren't monsters. No, I know. Psycho killers, but uh, I guess you're right. We have the uh, the squid from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Not a very popular monster. No, it would have to be King Kong and Godzilla. Yeah. And right now, King Kong would win because of that. The movie that's the lovable King so Kong. So here's the question: Sure, is there going to be a is there going to be a new Godzilla made? If they keep making them, I'm sure they're going to not stop. The last one was okay, but it was formulaic. You know, wasn't Matthew Broderick in that last one? And it wasn't really Godzilla. It was just a uh, generic dinosaur. I don't think they actually called it Godzilla at any point during the movie. And it didn't really look a lot like Godzilla. I mean, other than it was a dinosaur that walked on two feet. But this uh, this latest King Kong movie, I mean, that's going to cinch it for Kong. Because he was so lovable, wasn't he? Oh, oh, he was. He was, you know, you liked him. You liked King Kong. In this yeah. Movie. He was a likable, like? a likable character. They really did wonderful things with the whole, the face and, and his personality and everything. And you know what? When he's uh, kind of tearing up New York and throwing people around, I, I didn't mind. Me neither. Why is that? Why do we, uh, it's because of the New Yorkers. We shouldn't blame New York on the New Yorkers. Or wait, should I, is that backwards? New York on the New Yorkers. Like, you know, Brett was in here yesterday, and he's all right, but we're going to bust his balls anyway. Brett from New York, our new sales guy, who who apparently has no problem with the ladies. He said that like five times. But something that they always say, and we've talked about this before, and then he goes and does it again, and let me, let me know if this is your experience also. And I want to know where this comes from. People from New York, they start their sentences kind of like the Christians, you know, like, I'm a Christian, therefore dot, 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 and then usually some sort of obnoxious, hateful, judgmental, line follows that the new yorkers outside of new york they say because i didn't hear it when i was in new york my four days i'm from new york dot 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 therefore and here comes some obnoxious line have you noticed that brett did it like on my first occasion meeting him he comes in here he's talking to neil i'm from new york this is an exact quote as much as i can remember i'm from new york so when i come into a room i like to make my presence known in other words i'm from new york so i'm obnoxious and you have to excuse it that's what that means. The first time I ever heard it, I don't remember where I was. It was like some sort of a low-rent cocktail thing or maybe a high-rent one, like an Al Goldstein party where there were drinks and a table with some hors d'oeuvres on it and things like that. And some guy comes in and goes, yo, I'm from New York. What do you got for me? He comes in, looks at the table and stuff like that. Yo, I'm from New York. What do you got for me? In other words, you pigs might be happy with the slop in the trough over here, but I'm from New York. What do you got for me? What I want to know is who started that? And has that ever worked for anyone from New York? Y- you follow? Like, in New York, did somebody come back from a trip and say, hey, 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 I had a good time in Atlanta, but when you tell them that you're from New York, they really take the service up a notch because they know that we're superior to everyone else in the world and everyone envies us. So you've got to tell them that you're from New York, and then they will treat you the way that a New Yorker deserves to be treated. Somebody had to have shown up in New York after a trip and say that because they all do it. I know you. I haven't. I've yet to hear Brett say it. Yeah. But I've heard. I know. I've had two, like, not brief conversations with him, and each time. Yeah, I'm from New. Like well, mine were brief. Maybe that, that's why. And, and like, has anybody ever told them that whatever they think it means and whatever they think it's a, achieving, it's achieving the opposite? Well, maybe he can answer that. Maybe. Well, I'll get him in here one day. Uh, like. That doesn't help you, see. The rest of us who don't, who aren't from New York, we're not impressed by that. Yeah, New York is the biggest city, and let's just say for the sake of argument that it's the best one in the world, okay? But you are not there now. You're here for some reason. If it's so great there, 
and that has actually accomplished something positive for you, like going into a place and, and, and throwing that out there? You, I'm from New York, and, and, and I don't know, you win a prize when you do that? Please let us know, because we'd like to know why the hell you all say that. I can do the fake accent and try myself. Yo, yo. Well, yeah, let's do an experiment. Yo, I'm from New York. What do you got for me? And see if, uh, oh, oh, excuse me, monsieur. We do not want you to mix with these uh, proletariats over here. We have the special New Yorker table in the back. Please follow me. Right? Is that what they think is going to happen? The treatment. Right. QAM, hello. The BBD. The bigger, better deal. I found our programming. Okay. 13. QAM, hello. Yeah, the New York chip on the shoulder goes away after about three or four years. Okay. And I got a, I sent an email out to a woman I met in another city because I was feeling kind of bad and, you know, I wanted to get some positive feedback. Okay. So she wrote back, and it said at the end, love, Allison. And I think that may have warmed the cockles of my heart. Okay. All right. All right. We're, we're happy. Happy for his cockles. QAM, hello. 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 Yeah. Hey, man, I'm the guy I called yesterday about the boondocks. I told you it was on uh, Adult Swim. Uh, I found out that the uh, Robot Chicken Christmas episode is on tonight. I just thought tonight? I'd let you know. Yeah. All right. I don't know what time it is, but they start that. I don't know. Maybe I should just go buy myself a DVR while I'm out shopping today. There you go. Sounds good to me. All right. Have a good day. Thanks for the tip. Yeah, give me one chance. I'm going to remember that. Yeah, let's. Uh, DVR is for everyone. For every oh, 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 oh. Yeah. You're from New York. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't going to get you a DVR, but now that since you told me you were from New York, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, let me take back that stupid present I got for you. That's totally not going to impress you, being from New York and all. 4 till 12 on 560 QAM.
Many people coming here from miles around to buy the herb from you, buy the ounce and a pound. Rastaman say to her, Mama, you're right. The ganja be good tonight. And then they smoke, smoke, ganja smoke, smoke. They light up this rib and talk. Smoke, ganja smoke, smoke. Smoke, ganja smoke. WQIM. There we go. We got two requests done, and we still just have that one voicemail left to do, right, Josh? Yeah. You know, I forgot. I, Josh said, "Yeah," but I know you're yeah busy over there. I forgot we had the trends over here. Right. I, I should just leave them over here until like uh, it gets really dull. I mean. Duller. QAM, hello. Hello. Hey, George. Uh-huh. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? I've never heard that whole New York thing. I don't know. I've been, up here for, I've been up here for about a year and a half here I mean, in New York, and I've, I've never guy, heard it. This guy, was, it was almost like, like the third thing out of his mouth right after, hello, my name is Brett. No, man, I, I don't know where that comes right. from. I, I don't, well, I don't know where, where, I mean, it comes from New York, but I don't, I don't know why they say it. Uh, I, I'm trying to uh, imagine, like, going to, say, North Carolina on vacation. And goes, Yo, I'm from Hollywood, Florida. Uh, what do you got for me? <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, that's weird, but never heard yeah, of it. Yeah, it's weird, but they do it. Okay, George. All right. See ya. Take it easy. That's all? He, just, he never heard that? I'm sure I'm not the only one. You've heard it, right? You've heard people do that. I mean, besides yeah, I said, Brett. I've heard it. Yeah. Not from Brett, but Okay, I've heard other it. people. QAM, hello. <laughs> QAM, hello. There's Godzilla. Hello. Hey, George, how you doing? Doing fine. Hey, thank you for the pizza, Tommy. Hey, uh, listen, just wanted to ask you, have you ever seen that uh, movie called High Tension? High Tension, that sounds familiar. Is that a Mel Brooks? No, it's uh, actually it's a horror movie, very gruesome. I think it's a French movie, and they they, they had subtitles and dubbing in English. No, uh, the, no I haven't seen it. you got to check it out, man. It's uh, got this twist ending, and, and throughout there's a, a lot of... Brutal and gruesome scenes. I think you really dig it. Oh, okay. Like that. Uh, not necessarily into brutal and gruesome scenes. I know that's hard to believe because we like uh, irreversible so much. But, uh, well, that was just a, a category oh, unto itself. thank God you said that. Why? It's funny how things just, you know, go together. fall into place. There's a scene in that movie House of Wax. Yeah. Close to irreversible. Really? This is with a bat, though. Now, House of Wax is the, because uh, we were talking about it before the show, that's the, the horror movie with, with Paris Hilton in it. With Paris Hilton. And the way that she dies, you should see the movie just for that. I, I'm all for it. I, I know she dies, because I already heard about the movie, and sure. she's in it, and of course she's there as Slaughter Meat. Of course. Which is perfect. But they got the girl, the girl next door in it also for something to look at. Mm-hmm. She's all right. A, you know, whatever. Okay. No, I'll check it out. So yeah, it's hopefully that, it'll come on cable. I'm, I, it should be. It should be. Yeah. Everything eventually winds up on there, even things you don't want to. Why is it? I don't. Oh, I asked this before. Nobody knows. Why is it that like I know they change the movies out every month, more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But then the movies that they stop showing, like they just go away. You know what I mean? Good question. Like you think because in radio, for example, songs that you know when a song comes out and it's a hit, it's in heavy rotation, and then they they scale it down from there, medium rotation. Yeah, and then like week rotation, and then it fades out from there. But like with cable TV, like the new movies come out, and then like if you missed that movie that you wanted to see that month, forget about it. It's gone. Well, here's my question. Rent it, okay? And mm-hmm. look, I love on demand. We do too. Okay, it works. But 
the movies. Yeah. Why not maybe throw them into all movies sure. from the HBO? Exactly. When they go out of rotation, throw them into on-demand. If they've played on HBO, right. and I have the premium channels, so mm-hmm. why aren't they in all the movies? And now, eventually, like in about a year or two, they come back, and then all of a sudden it's on every five minutes on every single freaking channel. Not Usually not the one that you want to see either. I just I don't know how they do that. That's a, that's a peeve I have. One of those things that's on the list for when I'm rich, you know, the cable TV station that, that we own, that I own, it's, it's going to do it right going to have variety all the time, and, you know, and it's not just going to make movies disappear either. QM, hello. George. Yeah. Hey, can you play the interview with, uh, with Momo, with, uh, he's got Peeler, we got, yeah, we got Peeler. Which you know, one is that? No, no, maybe. He's, I need a piracy. Got, I don't know, he, no, he says, uh, we got Peeler coming up, and he's got Peeler, duh, and, uh, you know, no. they're from New York, man, come on. All right, I'll uh, I'll take it under advisement. Maybe Boca Brian knows what you're talking about. All right, thanks. All right, thanks. Hey, Boca Brian. I have no idea what he's that talking about. That bit with Mo and Fiedler. I mean, we have a lot of Mo bits, you see. And I I can't begin yeah, we to got know a couple. what the hell he's talking about. QAM, hello. Hello. George. Yeah. Listen, um, I got one for you, Paul. Okay. Paris Hilton. Okay. Good uh, choice. And, and uh, listen, I, I was going to, I heard about this website. It was called Pandora.com. Did you ever hear about that? I have, What's a, but I forgot what it was. Uh, it was uh, something like if you were searching for music and you, you have like a particular song that you like and you can like type in a search for like something and it'll find something like similar to that song. Mm-hmm. Um, I, did, I just want to know, I'm, I'm going to probably check it out once I get home from work, but, uh, uh, listen, just one, uh, small request, uh, uh, you, I requested the Rush Limbaugh bit the other day, and you were, like, cool enough to play it for me, uh-huh. uh, but it was the one, actually, the one with the Terry Schiavo tube. Oh. That bit, right there. I don't even know what that one's called. Oh, really? Oh, uh, I heard really? it one time, and it was, like, like, half of it, so, but, well, if you get around to it, it's cool. That's another Boca Brian one. All right. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, George. Take it easy. We got Shivo's brain, Shivo size. So there's two for you. Hey, Boca Brian, uh, get in the little chat box over here. We need to consult you. My personal favorite. He's already out of town. Shivo sings. That's a good one. I don't see that in here. Oh, really? Unless they're spelling it, you know, differently. Could it be under Terry? No. Maybe it's, uh, I don't know. That's too bad. The one that I played, Preparation Rush, is the one that he does say tube. Yes. All right. It's just... Suppositories. Right. But it doesn't have... It's not the one about Terry Schiavo. I think Boca Brian uh, beat feet out of town already. We're not going to get Where are you going? Uh, He's got family in Orlando. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not too bad. No, they're all right-wing nuts. Oh. So it is bad. Too bad. Yeah. And fat. He tells me they're fat. Here's a fax over here from James in Charlotte, North Carolina, no less. Our Godzilla was a giant iguana mutation, not Tyrannosaurus. Oh, like the giant iguanas I got in my backyard now. There's a new thing. Not that I'm complaining, mind you. Oh, they eat the vegetation. I guess they're bad. Should I start shooting them? Should I get a, uh, like a BB gun and start shooting the iguanas? They're all over the dock. Everywhere, man. They didn't used to have those. As a matter of fact, that's like in the last two years only. Hmm. All these, like, big. We're talking iguanas. Big yeah. ones. So James says, our Godzilla was a giant iguana, not a Tyrannosaurus. Stegosaurus, hybrid like uh, Godzilla was supposed to be, is also not uh, the embodiment 
of Hiroshima and the personification of shame. Because <laughs> that's what Godzilla was supposed to be. You know those crazy Japs. Mothra was a favorite. There you go. I forgot about Mothra. And they, uh, they fought. There's, you know, they've just eclipsed. Godzilla and King Kong have eclipsed all of the other monsters. There's not even any point. QIM, hello. Hi, George. Hello. How you doing, my friend? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yes, uh, can you play the Christmas. Ricky Williams uh, bit? Which one? The one that says, Ricky, say goodbye. That one. Well, Ricky Williams. That's not it, is it? Thank you. All right. That might be. It's, well, a song. No, too, it's the right. song he's talking about. I know. But what's it What's it called? I know Ricky Williams said goodbye. Yeah, that's it. I don't know what that's called. We got a lot of stuff in there. Dude. We got like 5,000 cuts in here. Ricky, what's he doing? <laughs> QAM, hello. Write these down. I'm being followed. QAM, hello. Wait till they catch you. QAM. George, what they do? What they do? Uh, they smile in your thing, face. Did you, that guy was talking about the reverse microwave? Yeah. It's called a flash freeze. They have it on Iron Chef. The flash you freeze? Put, you can put a glass of water in it, and it'll freeze in under a minute. How? It's just it's probably like 32 below zero. Can we buy one? So, in other words, a couple it's, just thousand a, dollars. it's just a powerful freezer, right? Yeah, they just like, when they make the ice cream on the Iron Chef, and it doesn't freeze all the way. You just throw right. it in there, and it'll... Well, we're freezer. still going to put it on the pole. It's still not, not exactly what we want. Well, I got one for tomorrow. A Casa-type thing for a TV on satellite. You just type in whatever movie you want, and it will find it in the library and watch it. All right. Uh, what another thing. Uh, have you noticed uh, the great uh, Simpsons and Family Guy rivalry they're having here? Yeah. Did like you see it. a couple weeks ago when Stewie was doing the thing with uh, Solomon Bin Laden? Mm-hmm. And they're doing the naked gun, and he runs over uh, Homer at the end of it? Yep. And then two, wait, two weeks ago, when they did the, uh, I guess they were in Italy on The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Did you see the end of that when they called, what did they call uh, Peter, uh, plagiarismo? I, I guess. I missed that. I must have blinked. Okay. Well, here's the question. When is Simpsons going to end? Oh, I don't know. I mean, Do you still I, watch I, it? I love The Simpsons. Yeah, I, I watch it. It's not what it used to be, of course. Nothing lasts forever. All right, well, uh, I got a request. All right. And then I'll stop talking. A uh, montage of uh, Mad Dog. Okay, we'll do a, a Mandage Sings for you. How's that? All right, later. Because that's way better than like, just playing a whole bunch of Mandage drops back-to-back. Looks like i got some searching to do, Josh. Tell me that break is nice and long. Make it nice and long if it isn't. Uh, 12-12 <laughs> on 560. You ready for it, right? Q. A.M.?
Go next to the Bobby with the surfboard. You sure do have a lot of Barbies, Mo. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, Grief. You see that one over there? Yes. That's Bobby's friend in the midge. Hmm. You don't have any Ken. Ken? What are you? Are you gay? That would be gay. Now, see here. I didn't invite you to see my Bobby's out of the kindness of my... Aging Dr. Mo. Oh, no, now what do they want? Aging Dr. Mo. You, you're needed to revive Terry Shivo. Room 13. All right, all right. Keep your chicken pants. That's all the seven's about here. She's flatlining again. Step aside, you morons. I'm performing an act of God over here. All right, you get up. Damn man, I said get up. That's no use. I think broccoli's smarter than this broad. Did you hear that? She's alive! Alive! Must kill Mo. Must kill Mo. created a monster. I'll handle this. Now see here. As your creator, I command you to... From the producers of American Idol comes a heartwarming collection of favorites interpreted by America's sweetheart, Terry Schiavo. Look how she's smiling. Available now from the Supplicant Press. Yeah, you're right, Josh. We are going to hell. But uh, we're going to have a fun time on the road trip all the way down there. No, you like think? you said, we're, we got our own VIP session. That's right. We got velvet rope that's roped off. We're on the list. himself as the doorman wearing white gloves, and he's going to say, Right this way, monsieur. And Josh is going to say, you're from New York. What do you got <laughs> for me? 
at the deeper three section. drinks in hell. I'm from right. New York. So Miguel's here. We like to play Name That Tune with Miguel. Did you hear Uh-oh. any of the previous show uh, today? Have you been listening to the show at all today? No. Good. I was watching, because you, you do to watch VH1 sometimes, especially uh-huh. when they do like the All Request or Retro, whatever the hell, and go back. And uh, I had like a total time machine trippy experience, and I thought... Besides my um, my PHNs from high school, the only other person that might remember any of these videos might be you. So they had a block of a particular group, and I got to remember how cheeseball the videos for this group were. First of all, well, it was the eighties. It was the eighties. Cheeseball, and they had you know like the boofy hair, you know, kind of short around the uh, around the back and sides, but all permed and teased up on top, you know, really gay. And it's not Depeche Mode. I know. I was going to say you're no, Black Eagles. Yeah, no, <laughs> nothing like that. They um, they were all over MTV. They only had one hit that most people know about that really made the charts, but everything that they released was on MTV. Now, let's see if you can name the tune based on this one song. Oh, boy. The, this song piqued me because, number one, it's uh, something that I remember from them that I liked. The audience knows what I'm talking about because I already hinted. I've already been talking about it on the air. That's why I asked Josh. Uh, but there's more to it than just uh, than just the song being a song that I liked of uh, of these guys, these people. This should ring a bell. This video was on like every five minutes there for a while. And then I'll I'll explain why all of a sudden it just ties in with a whole bunch of other stuff in my recent life here. This is a great time filling enterprise too. I just go on LimeWire and download it, like, right fresh this morning. Nice work there, producer boy. Reproducer. Oh, wait, that's me. Yeah, that's you, buddy. Remember, shrouded. Does it ring any bells? It sounds familiar. Yeah, it should. Because if you're watching MTV as a child, well, I wasn't. All over the place. You know, I gotta say, yeah, this is a very Phil Collins, but it's not. I'm just saying. Yeah. Sounds exactly like Phil Collins. The name of the song is Six Months in a Leaky Boat. Uh-oh. That word they just said right there, Aotearoa, is a hint. And it's also why it ties into some recent events in my life here. My whole Maori fever. Aotearoa is the Maori word for New Zealand, which is where they're from. I'm watching this video, and, and the wife reminds me that I'm a worthless little piece of crap, and <laughs> that these then that, that this group is from New Zealand, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, I remember when they were big in the '80s, because like everybody's from Australia, you know, either America, England, Australia, but occasionally somebody would come out of New Zealand, and this is that one of those groups, and this happens to be a, a song about New Zealand. It ties into the whole Maori business that I've right. gotten into lately. And see, I recognize that word now. I was singing this song back in the day. I had no idea what Aotearoa means. But that's the word for Yeah, all your words came together. All right, now, now we get to play name that. Like, look, all the audiences lit up. We know what it means! We know this group! We know everybody else knows the group, but for no other reason. I mentioned it earlier in the show. All right. Don't look at my computer screen. I can't see. All right, good. Here's their, here's their hit. Besides, your t-shirt is really distracting me. I'll bet. Has cartoon lesbians on it. Let's see if uh, this rings any bell with bells with you. I gotta get it to play first. You know this song. Yeah, I know the song, but yeah. the group—that's a whole different thing. Ah, and I should. Probably. Of course, you should. This was their hit. And they had a lot of other songs that were just bad, bad, horrible songs that. For some reason, MTV played them anyway. Well, I know why. They didn't have a lot of material in those days. Let's see. 
Let's see if this one rings a bell with you. The funny oh, thing is, now they have material, but they don't play videos. You know, when you're playing stuff off of Amazon, man, it just takes forever and a day for it to go. Come on, come on! Come on, I'm from New York, play for me. Here we go. You can make me go to the phone now, aren't you? You're going to have to because I'm stumped. And I should ring a bell because I know the bell? Yeah, of course. One of their cheesier videos. And that's saying a lot considering they were all just pastel colors and teased up hair. QM, hello. Help us out. Help me go out. Hello, QM. Georgie. No. How's it going, buddy? Hey, how's, how's it going? Listen, I had to call after that uh, other guy called in the last segment. Uh, back in the uh, whole 80s, I was a doorman and, and up and down Fort Lauderdale Strip. And that was the number one line I heard. Every time there was an obnoxious guy at the bar, right, <laughs> I'd be grabbing him. And I'd go, hey, man, what's your problem? He'd look at me and go, hey, I'm from New York. Oh, oh I'm like, sorry. Like I, like I was supposed to be scared. Or, or impressed know? or something. I'm thinking, what, what's going on in their head? Like, like you're an obnoxious guy, and somebody's confronting you. You can say, "Oh, from New York," and, they, and the response is, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know." Go ahead, ask, keep going, ask, keep, keep urinating on the carpet. I would ask the guy for ID at the door, and he goes, "Hey, I'm from New York. We don't use ID in New York. What do you want?" I can't tell you how many times I heard that lie. You brought back memories when you said that. I know I mean, it wasn't just me. Now, and I'm talking about the early 80s and, oh, the guy that, oh, the New York obnoxious jerks that were there. Oh. Hey, listen, shameless request. I haven't heard in a long time. That's yeah. Farm, farmer's daughter, buddy. Um, <laughs> let, me, uh, let me think about that. We'll get the, we'll gather the committee together, see if we can still uh, play that. I don't know that. if you can do that one anymore. I mean, we'll, uh, we'll try. All right, bro. All right, take it easy. Yeah, There's yeah. only one real word in there, right? So there, towards the end, and I think I put a a phenomenal bleep in there. All right, let's see if we can get the answer from the I phone. Need, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. QAM, hello. That's the answer. All right. Hello. Hi, George. Yeah. It's the Cuban Mountain Gringo. Hey, Cuban Mountain Gringo. We're just not going to get an answer to this. I mean, I know the answer, but go ahead. Um, usually I spend a couple. Of, usually I spent the last couple of years Christmases up 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 there. No, I don't go up there for Christmas. No. Too- my brother-in-law, one year he was gonna, he, he came up with the bright idea to cut down a Christmas tree out of the backyard, mm-hmm. bring it down and set it up in Miami. He was stay for about two months. He had a infestation of critters that, uh, that were, were unimaginable. I can, I can only imagine. Can you, can I make a request? Sure. How about either all you can eat Negro and or a turd in the back seat? All right. Thank you, sir. You got it. I think we can do that. I, I think we could do them both. Both? Okay, yeah. Right? Why not? Especially both of them are really long. <laughs> We're late for the break, but I don't want to hang up. I don't want to go to the break until somebody says, you know, the name of that band. Hello, QM. We might never break. We might not. Hello. Not too bad. QM, hello. Hello. George. Yeah. You know what that last song reminds me of? I give up. QAM, hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Fonzie, bless you. I wonder, I guess I'm the only one who heard about it. The guy called earlier about that, Phil, uh, Phil Collins. Yeah. I don't know about the Eminem, but I, it might be an urban legend. <clears throat> it's something I think somebody raped his sister. <clears throat> and okay. 
and uh, he saw the dude drown, fall off a pier or something, boat or a pier, and he watched him drown instead of helping him out because he knew he was the dude raped his sister. Okay. That's all I heard. But um, All right. And I got to do a shameless request, if you can. I know you probably played it, but I haven't been able to hear it. I was hoping they played on South Park, but they didn't. The Dreadle song? Oh, I played that earlier in the week, but I can do it again. Thank you, George. Thank you, got it. buddy. That's a good one. Were you talking about we're, in the we're air earlier? Never going to take a, a break. Were they talking about what? In the air tonight, earlier? Somebody called. I wasn't talking about it, oh. but something got us into it. I, I don't never know heard what. that rape the system. No, me either. QAM, hello. What's this yeah, look like? George? Yeah. Got your answer, George. For the Yes. Say it again, because we're always talking over you. Split ends, New Zealand. Right. Are you from New Zealand? No, I'm a limey. Okay, sorry. You know, you understand that to, uh, you know, to the Merkins, uh, all those accents sound kind of the same. Same thing, Anna. No, but it's different, but nevertheless. All right, thank you so much. I just wanted to have uh, somebody else out there say it besides me. Split uh, ends, Miguel. Split uh, ends with the ENZ. I'm trying to help you with the boofy hair, man. They had their hair teased up with the Afro comb. They all had their hair teased. Well, that, you make a good point, and we're so late for the break. 29 till 1 on 560 QAM. She looked like a pretty young creature She sat on the grass She pulled up her dress And she showed them her ruffles And laces and white fluffy duck She said she was learning A new way to bring up her children So they would not spit While the boys in the barnyard Were shoveling refuse and litter From yesterday's hut While the girl in the meadow Was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock He looked like a man with a sizable home In the country with a big fence out front If he asked her politely She'd show him her little pet dog Who was subject to fits And maybe she'd let him grab hold of her small tender hands With a movement so quick And then she'd bend over and suck on his candy So tasty made of butterscotch and then he spread whipped cream all over her cookies that she had left out on her shelf. If you think this is dirty, you can go yourself. Do you fear your nephew is in hell? I, I fear that my nephew is, is not with the Lord, no. Not with the Lord. In other words, in hell. I don't know. I fear there's no one the Lord, no one. And because they ate part of his body like a limo. You fear that that Roman Catholic communion is they ate your nephew's body? Yes, sir. All right, we have on uh, the line in Van Nuys here a uh, Roman Catholic priest on KFI M640. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Good, listen, ma'am. Um, first of all, I offer my condolences to you on the loss of your nephew. Are you a priest? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I'm just wa I just want to let you clarify something for you, okay? Yes. So this is just, you've been misinformed about why the Catholic you, Church. Why do you eat people? Well, if you just hang on, I'll explain to you what I believe is, and then you can draw your own conclusion. But you eat people? Let me explain what our teaching is, and you draw your let, own conclusion. Let the Father explain, okay? Okay, first of all, we believe that when you receive communion, we receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God. Well, well hold on, man. No, man. I mean, I'm just calling to let you know what you our eat, belief is. You eat flesh and blood. If you want to look at it that way, that's oh, fine. Oh, my God. That's I want, fine. I want to this is our belief. 
Can you draw your own conclusion? Ma'am, you got to let the father explain. Why would I want to hear him talk about it? Well, because you've been misinformed. This is like Hellraiser. It's like Clark Okay, first Hellraiser. of all, okay, Do you're you upset because you've been misinformed about what so, happened to your you nephew in our original. You eat the butt, you eat the whole damn thing. Excuse me? Don't you eat it? We eat the host, yes. The host. But he said he eats the whole body of the man. That's not what I said. You said you eat the blood and the flesh. Of who? Of the man. No, of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, oh, that is a blasphemy. Well, if you choose no, to believe that, that uh, all I'm trying to do is inform you about our beliefs because you've been misinformed. Do you eat up on the booty, too? I'm not even going to answer that. I don't understand. what, what What's that mean? What, what is this man talking about eating the Lord Jesus? Let him finish. Okay. Let him just say Let what he has to say. From the scriptures, man, where Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and said, Take this and eat it. This is my body. Oh, and then he took the cup of wine and he said, Take and drink. This is my blood. And again he says, Unless you eat my body and drink my blood, oh, you have no life God. within you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is Good Friday. Exactly. And you're talking about eating up on Jesus. I'm just calling to inform you of what we believe. You're grubbing on Jesus, ain't you? If what? you choose to believe that. You're grubbing all over on Jesus. If that's what you choose to believe. And my nephew, what about him? Okay, ma'am, as again. Macking on Jesus. Them Catholics macked on my boy. I macked on your boy. <laughs> I don't believe that. I'm sorry. Them Catholics macked on your boy, huh? You want to laugh no, at me? Can I ask you a question? You a bitch to laugh at me? Yeah. Let me ask you a question here. It's like some kind of Negro smorgasbord over there. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> Listen to me. Okay, now, as far as that other man is concerned. It's like a brother bust on oh, the <laughs> I'm in a Listen, Father, I thank you for, for taking the time. Okay. I really do. Uh, ma'am, you have a good Easter. Well, you 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 pay for your sins. Well, I'll leave that up to God. That's true. Thanks, Come Father. On. All right. Come All right. On. That was a Roman Catholic priest. They're macking on my boy like a brother buffet. Oh, you can eat me. Oh. <laughs> what was it? What's it called, man? Uh, all you can eat, Negro. I understand. Thank you for calling us this is T. Tony, how may I help you? I just picked up my 92 Accord from your lot, and there is a huge turd in the back seat. A huge turd? Yes. And there's there's one in the back seat? A, a turd, a piece of, a big-ass human turd in the back seat of my car. Ma'am, I assure you, our guys did not take a dump in your car. If you want to, bring that car back, and we'll take a look at it. You oh you want to take a look at it? My car is fine. It's that big ass turd in the back seat. Okay, what would you like me to do? I said okay. How about I go to your house and pitch a loaf on your couch? How about that? Ma'am, huh? what would you like me to do to fix the situation? 
That's not going to happen. What do you mean it's not going to happen? You can bring the car here and we can take a look at it. I am. I'm going to bring it back there. You know what I'm going to do? Huh. I'm going to take a dump in every last car you got there. I'm going to pee on your counter. I'm going to do it all to okay. show you how it feels. Okay. And you know what? You sound like a big burly man. It probably came out your ass. Oh, yeah, I, I I don't make it a habit of going out and taking a dump in the car. How much do you weigh? Uh, about 400 pounds. That's your turd. That's, That's my turd, turd, huh? Yes. That came up from a 400-pound man, huh? This is a 400-pound man, either that or a gorilla. Okay. And I'm driving this car right to my lawyer's office, and I'm going to let the whole world see. You're going to be on the news this evening, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to get seven on my side. Watch. You're going to be on the news. Can you describe the, the, the piece of shit? I mean, what does it look like? You know what it is. It came out your ass. What the hell? You what kind of asking me what color? I tell you what, it smells ungodly. That's what it smells like. It smells like you sold your ass to the devil. That came from the pits of hell. Well, how big is it? How long is it? It's not as long as my arm. <laughs> I don't think it's fun. Why, y'all? This is not fun. I got a damn two-by-four in my back seat. You know, I think this, I think this some racial shit, too. That's what this is. Uh-huh. I, little kids are running away from it. I'm glad y'all find this funny. Okay. Uh, well, you probably on the steering wheel, too, don't you? Oh, all right, all right. How, how long does it look like it's been sitting there? Steve is coming off of it, okay? Steve? That segment was 560 QAM. Of holiday songs may very well be the most moving and memorable of all time. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know. Yes, Candle Wax Music presents Elmer Fudd's Christmas Classics. And this 24-record set is truly incredible. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey. Oh, what fun you'll have hearing these timeless classics performed by America's most beloved hunter of wabbits. Rudolph the wet-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it was. Elmer Fudd's Christmas Classics, not available in stores. And when you receive your set in the mail, you'll know why. Hello, everybody. I sure hope you like my Christmas Classics. <laughs> so call toll-free 1-800-FUD. Operators are standing by. Santa Claus is coming to town. All right, sorry, reading stuff. 1247560 WQAM. Let me check the poll here real cool, really quick. What really rich person 
Would you like to see lose it all? G.W. Bush, 213. Boy, they just love him here in this audience. Dick right. Cheney, 141. Donald Trump, 69. The Saudi royal family, 49. Ah, ah, I told you they'd zoom up there. Sorry, just enjoying this uh, free pizza that we got here today. And we're going to be for me. tomorrow. All for me. <clears throat> I wish I had that queued up, but I don't. You got that memo, right? Is it uh, who's bringing in food tomorrow? The Salvos. The Salvos, right. Excellent. So we don't have to make special arrangements to feed suds. It'll all be done. All we need is uh, a runner, somebody to run over there and uh, and then back again with some food for us. Moving right along, Oprah, 48, Bill Gates, 9, Martha Stewart, 8, Paris Hilton, Wayne Huizinga, Alan Greenspan, each has 7. George Steinbrenner has 6 and 2 for George Lucas. Here's some faxes. Uh, George, Merry Effing Christmas from all your friends over here at Power Smoothie in Aventura. That's in the promenade shops of Aventura, just north of Isbury Road on the east-hand side. or over there in the same shopping center that's got the um, Circuit City. Right. Uh, drawing a blank here. They're there serving all the holiday people wanted to wish us all well, listening on the Internet, keep up the good work, and uh, call him next time we smell smoke. Josh. Okay. All right? Nothing yet. Oh, and uh, happy Effing Hanukkah. Two. 21 around here who might find that appropriate. Here's another one. Hi, George. Never forget. Hey, you guys. Rita Moreno from the, uh, the Electric Company. The, this is before your time. Electric Company was like uh, Sesame Street for the next category older. Is that right? You know what I mean? Like, you know how Sesame Street is like preschool? Yeah. Electric Company is just like a couple years older than that. It's not around anymore. Uh, better than Zoom. I'll give it that. Way less cheesy than Zoom. And uh, Rita Moreno, Morgan Freeman was... I didn't know that was Morgan Freeman, of course, when they showed him. And that clip on 60 Minutes, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's him. i got to get a video, some sort of a copy of an old Electric Company episode for uh, blanks and grins. I'd love to see the Electric Company again, not FPL, says Joe. If you can please play the Boca Brian bit with the Republican action figures. I heard it the other day. It was hilarious. Have a happy, merry holiday, Joe. Uh, Boca Brian doesn't even know what the What are you talking do. about? Try it. We do not torture instead. He said, we do... No. Sorry. Thanks for the help, though, Brian. And then, because we were talking about Godzilla. We'll keep looking for that, but I, I just I don't feel good about it. I don't feel like we're going to find it, do you? No. Apparently, there was a uh, Gorilla Final Wars released in 2004. Gorilla? I mean, sorry, Godzilla. Rhymes with Gorilla. Sure. Godzilla. Godzilla. Um, Does this ring any bells with you? No. Gorilla, uh, Gorilla. 50th anniversary, Godzilla Final Wars. There have been at least four Godzilla movies released in Japan since the American uh, re-imaging of Godzilla. I see. This was the latest and supposedly last Godzilla movie. The whole thing is like a modern version of Destroy All Monsters, where over a dozen creatures battle all over the world. Sounds like fun. There's also a scene where the real Godzilla kicks ass on the American Godzilla. Huh. Highly recommended, says Dan. And then here's a, like an info sheet of some of the monsters in Godzilla The Final Wars. Monsters that I had already forgotten about, like Anguir... Better go ahead. Be really careful here. Anguirus. All right. Anguirus. Gigan. Hedera. I remember Hedera. It looked like a melting monster. King Caesar. Manila. Monster X. I remember Monster X. Manda. Don't remember Manda. Mothra, of course. What's this one? Imacarus. <laughs> Sorry. 
This one I can't read at all. It's not a fact. It's bad. Rodan, of course, we remember Rodan, the big pterodactyl. Yeah. I like Rodan because it could destroy things just by flying past it. That was always cool. And Umanga. Umanga. Sounds like, like some crazy transformer. Ever hear of uh, Umanga cheese? 5670560 and Dayton Broward, pound 560 is free if you have singular or Verizon wireless phone services. 877-785-6345 is the toll-free everywhere else line. One call on the board. So you know it's going to be good. QM, hello. George. Yeah. Hey, Electric Company, first season comes out in February 2006. Get out. Nope. 2006. Woo! Check online, All everything you want. You oh, that'll be sweet. A- and not only, like, Team Daughter will enjoy it on camp value, Mommy and Daddy will enjoy it based on nostalgia value, and then the uh, we have a preschooler who will uh, actually be able to enjoy it on exactly. its own value. They even have Mr. Rogers. They're coming out with everything. Stupendous. Yeah. All right, George. Take care. Thanks for the tip. Don't forget, Kurt is at 2 o'clock again today. uh, Like, there's no no more Howard David for the rest of the year. Is that what's going on? Or at least not for the rest of the week? Who knows? Let me check tomorrow. The schedule tomorrow. No, it says Howard David tomorrow. Just making sure. Because, like, man, it's just bugged out for the rest of the year, right? Well, he's done. He's done. All right. We have Goldie at BAC. Make it Lang, Sam. Thank you. At 4 o'clock, at 6.30, Hurricanes warm up. Gators in the Hurricanes at 7 o'clock. Then we do that weird kind of split programming thing. Panthers preview on 10.40 a.m., also around 6.30. And then the Sabres and the Panthers at 7 o'clock, also on 10.40 a.m. And then we reconvene after both of those events for Eddie Kay around 10 o'clock or whenever the hell the game ends. The games end. QAM, hello. Goodbye. QAM, hello. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, George, how you doing? What's up? I'm doing fine. All right, um, on that list, did you have uh, Gamera? Remember the turtle? Oh, I remember Gamera. Gamera was a series of movies and uh, for kids. Not that right, the Godzilla right. movie wasn't, but, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, happy holidays. All right, thanks a lot. Yeah. I, you don't remember Gamera. Gamera would, like, suck his... It's a turtle, but it, so he would suck his limbs in the way the turtles do, and then flames would shoot out, and that's how Gamera would fly. I think I saw that on Power Rangers. <laughs> oh... <laughs> all right, now I had children. That's how I got to see Power Rangers. What's your excuse? Well, come on. I was like 12. Oh, okay, all right. Around. I forgot how Power Rangers... Power Rangers is ancient, isn't it? Yeah. QAM, hello. Where's my Christmas? QAM, hello. Oh, Edo. Dime, man. Que hola. Que vuelta, serie. Oye, that movie, Irreversible. What's... You always talk about, but what's it about, really, man? It's gory, but what's it about? I haven't seen it. No, I... All right, well, first of all, understand that it's French, which means that the the French... They don't have to have a lot to make a plot or a movie. You understand? Okay. It can, uh, a French movie can just be an afternoon in the life of a boring person, and that's a movie. So it's all visual. Well, no, the the movie and you, what see it's a it's not really a story, but like as you find out because it's backwards, as uh, you find out what's going on, you understand why what you just saw just happened. Oh, I got it. I got it. The I whole thing—it's—it's it's an evening, all right. It's an evening. Oh. It's what happens uh, on the way to a party and on the way back from a party. It's a sequence of events. But what's suspenseful is that since it's backwards, every time you see a scene, you don't oh. really understand why that just happened until you see the next scene, which is what I happened right before it. And, and and are there drugs involved? Are there drugs involved? I don't recall any drugs. Although I I gotta think that the uh, well, no, the the Tanya and the guys in the rectum. They're 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 taking uh, they're snorting on poppers. Yeah, there's definitely uh, drugs involved. Yeah, and then I think that some of those uh, prostitutes, certainly Guillermo the prostitute, uh, uh-huh. has to be on something. All right. All right. 
Hi, Mary Crima. No, Mary Crima. I'll be at the, right. the Church of the Fathers. Hey. Hey, now, I will say this. When me and Josh are watching that movie, there's definitely drugs involved. QAM, hello. Hey, George. Howdy. How you doing, man? Fine, how are you? All right. Uh, I was trying to see if you could remember. You remember in the Gamera movies, you remember the monster he used to fight, the thing that had a knife for a head? Yeah, I don't know what that thing was called. You could probably do a search of, like, Japanese monsters and see that thing, but I remember that. Yeah, I was trying to check and see if you remember I that. I don't know. Didn't it, like, cut one of Gamera's limbs off or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, he sliced him on his shoulder or something uh-huh. like that, and he had some Got kind of weird blood. blood. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. All right. Uh, keep up the good work. I will. I'm a, I'm a pre-Zeta listener of Neil, so wow. I've been listening to you guys for... So you must be like 100. No, 40s. Okay. But I was in my teens when I was listening to him. Uh, I, I, I've been listening to KPX since I came in the air, too, so... All right, thanks, man. Are you, are you able to hear them lately? Uh, not, um, yeah, but, okay. uh, the thing is, uh, I, I also listen to, to 940, and it really pisses me off at night, because they turn the, the, the... Yeah, the, they change pattern. They turn the power down at uh-huh. night. And, and you can't listen to it. I mean, what no. the hell do you have to have people on the air at night? I don't know. But, uh, all right, man, thanks, right. I appreciate it. Take it easy, 3 till 1, 560, QAM. We do not torture. 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 We do not torture, torture, torture. We do not torture, torture, torture. We do not torture. Torture. <laughs> we do not torture. We do not torture, torture, torture. We do not torture, torture, torture. We do not torture. We do not torture, 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 torture. We do not torture. We do not torture. We do not torture. One o two five sixty QM. Has Neil ever played that? I've never heard that before. Neil played that. Must have been while yeah, I was on vacation, and uh, he got out of his system. I love that. That was great. I can hear that again. We do not torture. All right, not just right away. Everyone, calm down. By the way, like I don't know if you're a big fan of fake outrages. You're gonna get tired of seeing stuff like this on the news. You know, like the, you'll see a news story come on and. 
the newscaster and the whole news story will be about the outrage about something that you never heard of before and aren't going to hear of again outside of that newscast. Mm-hmm. I call that fake outrage. Do you have an you example know, for me? I, I do have an example, and you might, maybe this will ring a bell, but probably not because it's a fake outrage. There's a a group, a girl group, a singing group composed of two little girls called Prussian Blue. This is old business. The story was on like a month ago, but I, I wrote it down and I just, uh, you know, wanted to talk about it then, but I wasn't on the air. Ever hear of them? No. Prussian Blue. Two little blonde girls. They're like 12 or something. And there's and, and there's an outrage that you're completely unaware of because it's a fake outrage. They're, they're um, white supremacists. There are bands... And I'm sure you're aware of that, that uh, mostly like that, the death metal style of music kind of bands right. that are skinhead, are white kidding? supremacists. Yeah, yeah, you know about it's that. It's like a genre and, of... Right. We're all very music. aware of it. Nobody listens to it because for the most part it sucks, if no other reason. Yeah. Right? Right. I mean, it's like that. the guy called about G.G. Allen the other day. It's just like a whole bunch of disto- disjointed noise and, you know, and that's coming from us because we like, we like all kinds of harsh crap over here in this room. But it's just, it's brutal. So they got this, it was on Dateline or on one of these, you know, evening news shows. And, and it was out, there's an outrage, there's this group. And the outrage is this, your children are going to hear these girls and they're going to become bigoted skinheads because they're going to get into this music, all right? That's right. And then they show the girls and they, you know, and they're whipping up the outrage. And then, and, and it's obvious why they wait until they get well into the story before actually letting you hear any of the... Music coming from these girls. Helen Keller and Terry Schiavo singing together would sound better than these two little twerps. Off key, off beat, nowhere near, like, not. they can't even sing together. Do you know what I mean? They're not doing any harmonies. They can't even sing a note that's similar to each other. The most brutal Hard to take caterwauling you ever heard from a human mouth, ever. Now, it wouldn't make a very interesting news story if somebody just came on and said, you know, there's a group and some white supremacists are trying to get them going, but they suck so nobody's going to listen. Because how long did that take? Like 10 seconds? That would have been the story. Right. There's this group called Prussian Blue, and um, they're the daughters of this white supremacist guy, and him, the father, and uh, some of the people in, you know, in the Klan or whatever neo-Nazi group they belong to have uh, gotten these girls to record some records, and they're trying to get them going, but they suck, so nobody's going to listen to them. So I just thought I would throw that out there, because maybe somebody... Saw that story or heard that story. Well, they're just promoting. I can't them, imagine. Not, exactly, they're so. promoting because you wouldn't have heard of them if not for that. Like it, maybe you could do a search and find them. But all these people with their fake outrages, this much ado about nothing, kind of like the Christmas thing that isn't going on. You know, this this non outrage about the fact that nobody's trying to take Christmas away from anybody, but the right wingers are using it as a smokescreen to distract us from the fact that the president is uh, committing treason again and breaking the law again. QAM, hello. Hello, I'm back with this Godzilla Are movie. Dime. Didn't you already call? Didn't you already call? No, no, bro. I didn't All call. Right. This is the first time. Hey, All listen. Right. Uh, you remember that movie, The War of the Gargantuas? The one was blue and the other one was like maroon. No. These, these two giant monsters. I think it was Japanese. Gargantuas. Here I thought I saw all of them. 
It's called The War of the Gargantulas. No. Yeah, that you got to get that movie. I don't right. know if you can Google it or not, but, you know, try to get it. It's great. great. Okay. All right. Take care. We'll bro. check it out. This is uh, This is all right. Way better, you know, than talking about politics. I'm still back on this movie, unless you can find some, uh, you know, well, dating show. What It's sci-fi. I guess they must be running a... Which is what? A holiday marathon. It's, uh, let me check, 68 on this cable. There's Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Dimension Tide, standby. Okay. They're going to launch some missiles at something or somebody. And there's bugs, and there's cool, uh, really cheese ball. Looks like it's made out of cardboard and tin paper uh, sci-fi stuff. I can gonna, deal with this. They're going to nuke Godzilla. QAM, hello. Oh, well, 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 well. QAM, hello. Yeah, I got it. Thank you very much. Hello? Oh, hello. I'm live on the air? You're on the air. Oh. <laughs> Whether or not you're live, uh, we'll, we'll decide that later. <laughs> That's good. No, um, um, did you guys know about um, Tony Dungy? What happened to Tony Dungy? Who? Tony Dungy. George doesn't know who that is. No, I don't. Is that some athlete? You're talking about his son? Yeah, you guys found out? Uh, I found out. All right, thanks. All right. Well, then you can explain it. Tony Dungy is a coach okay. for the Indianapolis Colts. Okay. I believe his son killed himself. I see. Well, what's that got to do with Colin Farrell going into rehab? <laughs> Nothing? Not a nada, nada. Well, I know about that. <laughs> That's probably just as a... Well, I believe it's actually a rumor, so... Okay. I'm no. not, like, reporting that. Or no, anything. we're not reporting that. We're uh, just responding to the call... And addressing the rumor that he's referring to. We're not making any statements. However, the Colin Farrell going into rehab thing is for real. What's he in rehab for? Uh, I think it's alcohol, because he's Irish. I'm just, I'm just making that association. I don't know that Irish people drink a lot, is what I'm trying to say. You might have and something. Right? Sometimes to an excess. Uh, my theory, it's personal theory based on nothing. But when I hear about Colin Farrell going to rehab, I'm imagining, I'm thinking that maybe he saw one of his own movies and realized what a bad actor he is. And... All of a sudden, the embarrassment of all of the performances that he ever did, like, started crashing in on him. He realized, oh, my God, I've made, like, five movies, and I totally suck. So I'm going to start drinking to try to get away from the pain. Godzilla is breathing fire at a bunch of giant hornets or dragonflies. What do you think those are? There's that sound effect. I want to get a clean Godzilla here. Dragonflies are swarming over Godzilla. They must realize it's an energy source. I could realize that. And I'm not even a dragonfly. One of these days. That music was very similar to Star Wars. Yes, it was. I think they ripped it off. I did a search to try to find a good Godzilla scream sound effect. No luck. I did find some sound effects, but not a good one. Not clean. Not clean, not good at all. QAM, hello. I have a blood orgy and play Satan. Play Satan. Play Satan. Crispy critters. Sacrifice me to Satan. QM, hello. Hello. Goodbye. QM, hello. Yo. Hey, George. How you doing? Fine. How are you? All right. Hey, George. Question for you. Uh huh. Why isn't that gay people can't say it out? Yeah, 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 yeah,
right? So you know how that, that turned out for him? No, no, I don't. QAM, hello. Hello. Uh, I think it was bad advice. Hello. How are you doing? Fine, how are you? I'm fine. Could you turn the radio off? off? Yes, could you turn the radio off, please? Thank you. Already done. Thank you very no, much. off. 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 It's off. off. Thank you very much. Hello. Hello. Yeah, I'm ready. For what? I turned the radio off. I turned the radio off. All right. We're, you're ready. We're ready. So let's do it. Oh, okay, Jorge, what you, what you said, I don't know if you saw last night one of the one of the programs, I don't remember, that Dateline or Nightline, one of those, they were talking about what you said about the president, that the, the spying thing is yeah, he's spying on Americans. the president since, since, since at least Carter. What do you mean since at least Carter? That's what they said, that they, under the FISA authority, has been done since, since no. at least Jimmy Carter's no. administration. No, Carter didn't do it. Well, that's what they say in the program. I don't remember which one it was. Well, it wasn't they lying. They're lying. Carter and Clinton also had domestic spying things, but it was all done through the courts, uh, kosher, according to law, and the documentation is there to prove it. You can uh, look it up. You can go on our website. We've got the uh, the copies of the executive orders that they that they signed linked right there. You can look it up yourself if you don't trust our website. Oh, okay. Well, okay? thank you. He's the first. He's the only one. He's the traitor. He's the treasonous guy. He's the one raping America. Him and his buddies, only them. And they're paid propagandists too. QAM, hello. Hello. Hey, George. Howdy. Hi. I've got a public service announcement for you. Fire away. Uh, for one thing, Carter didn't do anything, so that's one thing. But I went to Macy's last night, and they removed any vestige of any religion besides Christianity. Mm. Um, there's no menorah, um, there's, there's not even a Buddha, nothing. No Buddha. I want to tell the Christians out there that if Jesus were here, he would say, don't screw your neighbor's wife and shop at only Macy's, because that's where Jesus would shop. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Macy's, the Christian department store, 112 on 560 WQAM. Show you how to celebrate Hanukkah. This is called a dreidel. You spin it and see where it lands, and you sing this song. I have a little dreidel, I made it out of clay, and when it's dry and ready, with dreidel I shall play. Oh, dreidel, 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 I made you out of clay, dreidel, 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 with dreidel I shall play. Now you try it, Ike, just spin it with your fingers like this.
request a little bit late, and by a little bit, I mean a lot. Didn't that come in at like 10 after 10, that Something request like for that? that? Yeah. Well, because we had just played it earlier in the week, so we wanted to give ourselves as much time well, hopefully they're listening. as possible. <laughs> I hope. Well, that would be a waste if they didn't, right? Not really. We'd have to play it again. No, because we like it. QAM, hello. Yeah, uh, doing a hell of a job. QAM, hello. Hello. George. Yeah. How's it going, buddy? Fine, what's up? Uh... Listen, first I want to uh, wish you a merry Bacchusmas. All right. <laughs> and uh, listen, have you been able to listen to I'm the guy that gave you that CD, uh, the Diamondback CD? Yeah, I listened to it. It's not for me. It's not bad, but it's just uh, not my style. I didn't not find your, well, your style? They, they're, they're fine musicians, and they, they play fine, but there were no songs that leapt out at me, shall we say. Well. How's that? All right. Well, I just wanted to get your opinion on it. You there know. you go. You know, I, I listen to it twice, like I usually do, and uh, yeah, nothing grabbed me. But they're they're fine musicians. They just, uh, you know, maybe if they had somebody writing some songs for them, that's my opinion. Yeah, they're just starting out. They're doing this. Sure. Like, well, that's the hardest thing in the world to do, you know, is come oh, up with an original yeah. tune. That's almost impossible. Even even people that are making a lot of money can't do that, puppy. Right, right. Well, he was, you know, really appreciative of just the fact that I helped distribute some of the CDs, and I told him that gave it to you. And yeah. Then, you know, Happy to listen to it. I mean, I didn't throw it away. <laughs> well, don't. You know, you never know when you're bored. You might want to pop That's it right. in. That's right. Maybe, you know, they'll be big one day, and I'll and I'll say, hey, look, I got one of these. <laughs> oh, we can all retire then. <laughs> and one of those. Yeah, if only. <laughs> all right, George. Yeah, uh, Josh, Mary Bacchus, let's see you too, buddy. Thanks, all right. Man. We're going right. to have a, uh, a blood orgy later on to celebrate. <laughs> but we'll have some wine, too, because, you know, you can't get no buzz off of drinking blood. What are we going to sacrifice? Rabbits. QAM hello. Uh, QAM hello. That was a rabbit's rabbit berry. Yes, the uh, good bad me. QAM hello. Hello. Hey, George, what's up? What's up? Yeah, that guy's right. War of the Gargantua was, was definitely the best of that genre of Japanese monster. How did I get past that one? I mean, like, all we had was Channel 6, and we counted on Channel 6 in those days to show us all of the uh, Japanese monster movies. Was, like you said, two, two, there were two brothers, like 
hundred foot Bigfoot. Wow. Green and one was blue. One okay. was good and one was evil. Incredible. I missed it. Yeah, better than all the other stuff. I'll keep an eye open for it. I got my Victoria's Secret catalog today in the mail. Well, then you're going to be busy all day, aren't you? Oh, yes. I'm on I-95. There no Fredericks, but they'll do. <laughs> Happy holidays. Likewise, I'm sure. Fredericks of Hollywood, their, their little catalog used to actually show some stuff. Show you know the I mean? Like see-through. I mean, they were – and now they – I don't know if they uh, – I guess it's just all digital airbrushing now is how they – you know, they, they eliminate any kind of color that might indicate nipples or something right? else. Yeah, it's boring now. QAM, hello. Hey, George? Yes, sir. Hey, how are you doing? Fine, how are you? Hey, real quick, I guess, switching subject a little bit. Whatever you want. Um, oh, no subject. Okay. Um, I agree with you on, like, a lot of your movies that you like, I also like, except for, and I have to take up arms against you, All right. for the M. Night, uh, M. Night movie. Yeah. Why don't you like them, especially Unbreakable? It's a great movie. Un- Unbreakable wasn't bad until the end, and I have a, a peeve about endings. It just... Oh. It was like like the whole movie was building up to something, and and as a matter of fact, that's my problem with a lot of his movies. He does a great job of building suspense and getting you all really interested in what's about to happen next. So all through the movie, you're just on the edge of your seat, waiting and wanting and waiting and wanting, and then he doesn't deliver in the end. That's well, my no, problem. yeah, okay, I can see about the ending, but Unbreakable, it was like a realistic comic book. I know, kind of look, an ending, and it was un- un- no, no, no. Come on, the fight. He just hugged the, the guy. Fight he just hugged the guy. <laughs> Come on. If, well, if he, they established that Bruce Willis can't be hurt, and so for the end fight, he just goes up to the guy really slowly and slowly puts his arm around him and hugs him to sleep, and then walks away. Now there might that might have been the most boring superhero fight I've ever seen in my life. Uh, okay, yeah. oh, that's my dog. He's not going to shut up. All right, Chicken. never mind. All right. It's an awesome movie. Take it easy. You're, All right, bye-bye. Bye. I mean, he can direct, but it's like he needs a consultant to to smack him when he starts doing something stupid, like that whole Signs movie. Now, you saw Signs, right? Yeah. And you're you're all in suspense all the way through, right? Tell me you weren't. You, you are, but you're curious. You're peeking. It's not, it's, you, you were right first. It's his style of movies. Yeah. Like The Village. Like, whoa, oh. Don't, don't, hey, don't use that language with me, son. <laughs> Them's fighting words. That, that movie just, oh, brutal. I, I but that was a, even a weaker example, because, like, Signs could have been a good movie. Yeah. Take out the, the fact that he, he just wanted to throw a religious message out there. Yeah. I could have stood that. I could have handled that. I don't care if the movie's got a, relig- a religious motto to it, if it's a good movie. But, but to set us, to get us all wigging about these aliens, you know, and, the, and they, like, when they showed that TV footage, you know, it's like, and this yeah. might be a little fun, you see the aliens, like, ah, and you, and you know, and you're watching the movie, ah, and everybody's, ah, oh, you're all scared of these aliens, and then you find out that not only are the aliens easy to kill, they're, it's hard to keep them alive. Yeah. What doesn't kill the aliens? Let me see, um, impact with wood kills them, water, water. kills them, uh, uh, I don't know. Pretty much ev- harsh, anything they could have found. Harsh language, harsh yeah. language kills them. If you uh, if you're rude, you know, if you raise your voice to them, they they explode and turn to death. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little. Well, bit. the worst the worst example also it wasn't him, but contact. 
had was me on the edge of my seat. Was that him? No, that, I don't. Okay, no, I don't think it was him. But that, that's the kind of movie just jerking you around. Because kind of that was movie. a good movie. It was a good movie up until I was like, wow, I'm excited. I can't wait to see what the aliens are going to be. Around. No cop out ending. And then hey, dad, cop out endings. But the thing about signs, it's like, oh, you got me scared of these aliens. Yeah, you got. I could fend them off with a ruler. All right, not even one of those rulers with the metal. Embedded in it, you know, just a regular old ruler. Any man. enemy you could take out with a bucket of water, with a with a glass of water. Hey, yeah, with a glass. Hey, hey, don't come near me, Elliot. I got a loogie on deck. You don't know how far I can spit. I want a contest. But the alien would just run for its life. And stupid stuff like that, like okay, the aliens are smart enough to build spaceships and go to another planet. All right, why? Put yourself in an alien's place. All right, I'm an alien and I'm sensitive to water and I'm going to a planet that's covered with it. Two-thirds of it is covered yeah. with it, all right? I'm not going to put on some plastic. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to run around naked. Now, sure, they've got the natural the natural weapon where they can spray gas from their wrists, like the goblin, right? Oh, look, uh, Godzilla's in Seattle. Godzilla's in Seattle, what do you know? <laughs> um, but if I have the ability to build a spaceship, then I also have the ability to build a rubber suit and maybe a gun, right? So that if somebody comes at me with, say, a baseball bat or a glass of water... I'd be able to do something about it. See, we're not as smart as those aliens because we can't build spaceships that can go to another planet, but we know better than to get off of our spaceship in an alien world without some underwear and, and a, a pointy stick of our own. If we can be hurt with a baseball bat, then you better believe we're going to be at least armed with a baseball bat of our own so that we have a fighting chance against the natives. Maybe next time we go to the moon, we won't wear the astronaut suit. We'll we won't wear the out. astronaut suit. Oh, what a surprise. It's a vacuum out here. QAM, hello. Hey, George. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, man? Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say Merry Christmas. This is Duke from North Carolina. Yo, yo. Yo. Just driving up, just left smelly South Florida. I don't blame you. Take me with you. Come on, man. I got plenty of room and a lot of fatties, if you know what I mean. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Merry Christmas. I'll see you there. We'll uh, We'll get Smoky Mountain High. Yeah, you ain't kidding, brother. All right. Yo, take it easy. All right, we'll rename that Blue Ridge Parkway to the Green Ridge Parkway. 127 on 560, All Smoky Radio, WQAM. It's 560. Have a crowded Molly Christmas, because it's that time of the year. Wherever you go, the lines are slow, your worst nightmare and fear. Have a crowded, moly Christmas, you'll be parking on the streets. Bless their souls, they're all they hold, every driver that you meet. Ho, ho, the checkout slow, slow as it can be. Somebody cuts in front, get the finger once from me. Have a crowded, moly Christmas, don't you wish you were not here? Oh, by golly, have a crowded Molly Christmas this year. All right, 131-560, WQAM 5670560 is our number in date, Ann Broward. It's a free call on your cellular if you have Singular or Verizon at pound 560. Toll-free everywhere else is 877-785-6345. Captain Kurt is coming up at 2 o'clock. We have Goldie at the BAC Bank Atlantic Center. There you go. At 4 o'clock, 6.30 hurricanes warm up, and then we do the uh, kind of a split set of schedule kind of stuff. Let me do it a little bit differently this time. We have hurricanes warm up on this here radio station at 6.30, but then on another radio station, 10.40 a.m., it's Panthers preview, followed by the Panthers and Sabres game. 
Over here, it's the Gators and Miami Hurricanes at 7 o'clock. Then everybody meet back over here after whichever game you're listening to for the Eddie Decay Show. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. How you doing today? Fine. How are you today? I'm, I was doing pretty good. Hey, uh, you were talking about signs. Yeah. And uh, I just got off watching um, the other movie he made, uh, The Sixth Element or The Sixth, the Sixth Sense. Sense. Now, that was okay. No, that was, that was fine. No, I had somebody pre-ruin that for me, so I didn't get surprised, but that was oh, really? nothing wrong no. with that at all. Uh, yeah, no. I got a friend, Freak Boy, man. Not only does he not shut up through movies, but he, he like, makes it a point to go ruining movies for people if he already saw yeah, it. Yeah, I know a couple of those people. I don't go with movies, you know, to, to any movies or watch any movies or discuss any movies with them. It's right. more than I want to see. But uh, I was very much looking too much into that movie. Like, that whole scene where him and his brother in the middle of the movie are talking about God, and depending on how yeah. you look at something... Well, the whole movie was a setup to um, to answer Mel's big dilemma question. You know, like God has a reason for everything that He does, and that's why He gave your kid asthma so that he wouldn't inhale the alien gases. Yeah, see, I, I took it like you could take a, you can look at the aliens two ways because you never really saw that they you know hurt anybody. You just saw them you know appearing. Right. Until that so kid, could, but they they said that in the movie. So a lot of people died. Well, that's the news media saying something, and you know how the news media is right. you know, making the story bigger, so mm -hmm. I took it like that, you know, and then I watched the whole thing, and only when I watched the commentary at the end did I find out, oh, the aliens are supposed to be bad, which totally ruined it for me. Really? Yeah, I was okay. like, what? I, I thought you you knew that they were supposed to be bad, but... No, no yeah. I, I, took, I took it as... You can look at the aliens either being... You know, you could have. You're yeah. absolutely right. Now, and I thought that for a while. I thought maybe we're reacting all the wrong way. Maybe the aliens are just here for a visit, and we just don't really know. Exactly. They're exploring. Exactly. But when he told that he, when he was at the end of the commentary, and he was like, mm -hmm. yeah, this will be bad, I was like, oh, no, that's No, it, it was an invasion. And I'm like, what, what a lame-ass invasion that was. They, exactly. They the aliens don't know how to sharpen a stick? Exactly. No, you, you would think that with the, with the high-tech gear they have, yeah. they have some kind of weapons to deal but, with us. All right, now, I can just see the alien commander telling the uh, the scouts that are right before they leave the ship. Now, there's a lot of water out there, so be careful where you step. You yeah, know, like exactly. Maybe one of the alien crew members is going, um, can we wear shoes? They have shoes on this planet. Some of yeah. them are made of rubber. Can we, ha you know, exactly. can we wear yeah. shoes in case there's a mud puddle so that I don't have to jump over it? It's almost like that joke about the Polish scientists, the one that goes to the sun, but they're going to go to the sun at night. Yeah, that's right. We're going to be safe, right. Okay, you have a good day. All right, take it easy. It's not about the directing skills, just like somebody needs to be there for a consultant to be a stupid alert. Like with Lucas, you know, he needs a, 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 st a stupid consultant standing there to, to, like, fire a gun off in the air, so, like, press a buzzer when they're going to turn the movie stupid. What? What? No, nothing. You just you looked like you were going to say something. Maybe you were, but then Todd something. came in here and distracted Yeah, it was Todd's fault. QAM, hello, bastard. Is this QAM? This is QAM. Hey, uh, I was wondering, uh, can George uh, play the uh, Pedro, what is that? I believe it's called the Pedro Van Sale. The Pedro what now? Oh, my God. I, I don't think I... The, the, the Pablo... Pedro uh, Van Sale or Car Sale, he played it yesterday. Pablo like, Van Sale, like, is it a Christmas song? Right. Coming like uh, Bargains from My Van, that, that right. I'll ask him right. if he can play it, all right? Please. All right. George, can you play that Pablo song? I'll, uh, I'll play it. Okay. I think it's Paco or Julio. Take a look. I got Rain next. How about a kiss? 
of some Windex. I bet for your wife, hot cups would be nice. Come and get the bargain from my van. Take all you want of weather stripping. It's okay, there's no tipping. I got armor all and 30 weight transmission oil. Come and get the bargain from my van. I am parked right behind the snowbank. Right there you can pay me with your cash. But if police they come around the corner, I might have to leave like Santa in a dash. Adios batteries and alternators, spark plugs and refrigerators. Don't call my bluff, he's not stolen stuff. Come and get the bargain from my van. A water pump and clutches and the starter. Belts and hoses and the cut the deck. Holly that might just read the dark sun. My policy is cash, but I'll take a check. For the kids, I got tires, manifolds, and spark plug wires. For your holiday, I'll make your day. Come and get the bargain from my van. Pull your car up to the back of my van. Pedro's got a bargain in his van. Ah, it was Pedro after all. What do you know? QAM. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Who's this? Who are you? Is this QAM? This is QAM. Okay. Is this George? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? All right. Okay. Is it really you? What? <laughs> anyway, if it is really you, I'm just, uh, every time I listen to you, you bring me back to my childhood memories. That's what I'm here for. It's, it's unbelievable. That's I what a couple, being a an overgrown years. child is all about. You know, I never yeah. outgrew anything. A couple of years ago. Bedwetting, diapers. <laughs> a couple sucking years my ago. Go ahead. I'm sorry. A couple of years ago, you were talking about box ball. Oh, and yeah. I, and if, if there's anything in this world before I die... I'd love to just play box ball again. All right. We, <laughs> we went through a whole big thing because of that, as a matter. And Dave Hagen got our box ball stuck up in the tree. We never got that thing back. It, it came down and rolled down the road like in the middle of the night. We never did get that thing back. I, I, it's just like that was the funnest thing to do. It was. It, it, it and just, it was even a, a sport, if you want to call it that, that uh, short little shrimps like me could play. Cause right. You didn't have to be a big guy. You just had to be fast. As a matter of fact, being a small target actually helped. Right. Uh, and let me tell you this, because I hadn't played box ball since elementary school, and somebody laid the playground ball on us, and we went down there and with some chalk, uh, you know, made a, a makeshift court. Right, right, right. You don't lose it, man. It was no, like, no. like I never stepped off the court. It was like I was in sixth grade all over again. It's a great game, and I, every yeah. time the summer comes around, because, you know, I remember playing it in the summer after school, mm-hmm. I was like, if I just walked out of my house, somebody was playing box ball, it was like, make my day. Right. Those were the That's good old days when I was good at sports. Right, and also that, that electric that electric company. Did you remember Spider Man from that? Yeah, because that was the only thing I remember from Electric Company. No, you got to remember Easy Reader. Okay. Morgan Freeman being Easy Reader, and uh, and Rita Moreno like the faxer said, "Hey, you guys." I, I, I guess I'll, I'll look into that. When well, the DVD well, comes well, out, we should have like a watching party. There you go. One more thing, and I'll let you go if you sure. have time. There's a band called Twin A, Twin T W I N, then a minus sign A. Uh-huh. Uh, they're from New York. They're like a local. No, band. they're from New York. What do you got for them? <laughs> no, no, they're real. They're kind of a, a wimpy kind of music. I don't know. I don't think you That's like. That's all right. Music. We like all but kinds of music over here. The, the singer in that band is phenomenal. Kind of like a Jeff Buckley thing. I don't know if you ever ever heard of that band, sure. Jeff Buckley. 
You may want to check that out. It's really All right. Good. I wrote it down. <laughs> All right. Twin A. All right. And, not, uh, take care, George. Take it easy. They're not neocons or, uh, you know, white supremacists, are they? QAM, hello. I, I need a... QAM, hello. I know you do. Hello. Hey, hello, George. Yeah. Hey, you're right about science. It was a pretty good movie, but, uh, but then... I think the idea of the water was ripped off on The Wizard of Oz. Well, <laughs> that's, that's thought, one thing. Know? It's entirely, it was entirely unnecessary for the plot. It was. Who would have thought technologically advantageous could be cool like, water? Yeah, and think about it. Like, we have astronauts, and we send them to, you know, like the moon, and they wear a suit to accommodate the right. hostile environment. Right. So if, if you've got the technology to travel across, you know, the chasm of space to another planet. To a planet that's But you haven't water. invented clothes, yeah. and you know that they've got Because they even said that in the movie. Oh, it looks like they're staying away from the water. Oh, so they know that the water is dangerous to them, and still they don't put on rubber booties. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, I'll take it over World of the Worlds any day. Oh, that latest version? <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sir. All right. QAM, hello. All right, <laughs> QAM, hello. <laughs> QAM, hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Fine, how are you? I'm doing excellent. I got no complaints. I got several, but I try to keep them to myself. Oh, all right. So can we talk, or do I have to be on pause for a bit? We're talking now. You're on the air. We don't make people wait. Okay. Well, I had no idea. Uh, here's something that... That makes two of us. Okay. You know how we've been visited many, many years ago? Uh, By aliens? Not, yeah, correct. 5,000, whatever. Not, pyramid, that, not uh, that long ago. I mean, just last week I had some visitors, but go ahead. Hey, come on now, George. It's not that radical. But... They have the ability to make us their pets. And I have this belief that anytime they sell us in groups, maybe, I don't really, you know, uh -oh. buy two square miles per alien, and they have the ability to give us these thoughts that make us either go running by Domino's Pizza or go to wherever the fast food places mm -hmm. are, and they know when we don't have any help. And that's their gimmick. They like to watch us stress out. And All right. That's just something I had to share. Okay. Thanks. Thank you for sharing. QAM, hello, all alien radio. George, Yehudi. Yeah. Yehudi, do you do you tooty? That's it? Oh, man, don't tease me like that. Hear a pleasant female voice, like a bird flew into the room, and then she just hits and runs. Let's try to stay on, uh, stay on target with the breaks this last hour so that we don't have to bunch ourselves up at the end here. 18 till 2 on 560 QAM. Sure. We do not torture. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Tell Christians to kiss his ass. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Remove their bumper stickers and tell Christians to kiss his ass. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Find a pair of pants, remove their bumper stickers, and tell Christians to kiss his ass. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Slap Bill O'Reilly, find a pair of pants, remove their bumper stickers, and tell Christians to kiss his ass. If he came back for Christmas, what would Jesus do? Close Walmart down. We do not torture. Snap Bill O'Reilly, find a pair of pants, remove their bumper stickers, and tell Christians to kiss his ass.
13 till 2, 560 QAM. Don't have any idea where Josh went. Hopefully it was to the bathroom. I'm going to take some calls. I hope the uh, the levels are nice and even. Hope he's all right. Hope it wasn't an emergency. Hey, Todd, would you mind sitting down and just uh, ride the phone pod for a while? You know how these calls come in. Is Josh all right? Is he in the bathroom? Do we know? I actually don't know where he is. Well, that makes two of us. All right, uh, all you have to do is ride that phone pod because you know how the levels are. Oh, I so it's a, over there towards the right there. Right. Ride that pot. QAM, hello. You've been replaced, son. Get the hell out. <laughs> we were just wondering, were you in the uh, magic room there? Were you, uh... Yeah, you know, that chili finally got to me. Oh, I see. Man, I thought it was quick, too. Uh, no, you were quick, but uh, the break was quicker. Wow. And I played a, you know, a decent length bit. You just, you lose track of time. I noticed you're not wearing your magical watch. See, that's why you uh, you lost track of time. Your super satellite well, watch over here. Lost? The, the Wonder Twin. Oh, no. Yeah, it's okay. I got another one, though. All right. I was given a watch. I see. That's all right. But see, the, we know, so we don't have the Wonder Twin watches anymore? No. That mark us as the Neil Rogers support crew? Uh, it's got to be lying around somewhere. So much for our place. powers. Who am I going to, you know, you gotta, who am I going to tag watching? Are we going to get Captain Turn into some water. <laughs> QAM, hello. Yes, hello, George. Yeah. Hey, uh, um, could you please play uh, Mr. Mo Man? I played that yeah. earlier. You did? I played oh, that I earlier it. in the day. I'm sorry. I, I went to great lengths to find it, too. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, so, anything else? You got, a, you got a second, uh, you know, backup request? Um, uh, how about uh, who did more, Rosa Parks or Bert Parks, that one? Okay. All right, cool. Thanks. You Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Give me what? a cup of coffee and make it black. <laughs> QAM, hello. Yellow. This is one hundred people. And I want to talk to you today about my good Gentile friend and main man, Anthony Correy. My dear flying blue jeans. Why can't it just be Friday after that call? That's it. Friday at 2. Like, let's go. I don't want to do 10 more minutes. It's all downhill from here. QAM, hello. Hello. Hello, George. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, uh, I was listening to your program earlier. You were talking about that uh, that beer situation with the room temperature and all that. And, you know, in Europe, I just wanted yeah. to... We were talking about that. The you warm- were talking about that. I was just in Europe this uh, this summer, and the reason they tell you to serve at a room temperature because a lot of the old taverns are very cold. And so you... you, you cold enough. They, they, they don't have ice on the floor. It ain't cold enough in there. I, I went I went into an old medieval tavern in England, man, and I'm I'm telling you, they poured it. And when I was drinking it, it was it was room temperature, and it was nice and cold. And that's why people tell you, oh, room temperature, you know, serving. Cause I guess if the room is 40 there. below, yeah. Yeah, you know, and all, they have a lot of those old medieval taverns still up over there, you know, so those things are cold as hell, even in the summertime. I mean, it was I was in England in, in, in June, and it was like, you know, 40 degrees, you know, 30, 40 degrees, you know. So that's. So just so you know, and and, uh, and your listeners know, you know that's that's what when they say room temperature, you know, to European standards, that's pretty cold, you know. Okay, I didn't know that, but uh, still. There right. you go. All, All right, right. bye. We'll need a second opinion on that. Yeah, well, not. my my friends went to London and said there were people were drinking like warm Guinness. Oh, so uh, well, they, I don't they, care how cold your room is. It's not going to, like, a beer is not meant to be warm in my England, opinion. and with all due respect to the uh, limey gentleman who called earlier, because, you know, we, as opposed to Neil, like, because he hates the Brits for some reason, maybe, the, you know, he doesn't like the way they look, we do like the Brits and the way that they talk and, and everything, except for the whole, what they ingest, food and drink. That's it. And the way they do it, man, blood pudding, bangers and mash, you know what that is? That's like, 
that's like uh, like sausage and, and cream of wheat. You know, just they got gross food and they drink oh, gross things. In Amsterdam, they they take they take they put like refried beans on waffles. Whoa. You imagine eating? Blah. God Almighty! You imagine? This is the new diet. We'll just talk about European food. Yeah. You won't want to eat for a week. Ugh. Speaking of eating, though, I know that the chili finally kicked in with you. I was precautionary. I actually drank Alka Seltzer before I started feeling anything, and I and I think I'm good. No you're, headache today. You're prepared. No headache, right? Oh yeah, I'm armed up. QAM, hello. I'm an awesome. QAM, hello. Can't talk about aliens without hearing from Ron. Now, this girl on the soap opera in the tube top, Josh, that tube top is kind of see-through if you'll uh, see a front on shot. I like the orange pants, too. QAM, hello. George. Yeah. How about that one looking through the peephole with the little kids? Okay. Let's uh, let's think about that one. Please, the... please, please, with sugar on it. All right. All right, buddy. All right. Which one? The uh, the looking through the, uh, the peephole. Peep hole, Josh. I said, glory hole? No. What's the name of that? I don't know. Oh, God. I thought it was looking, but it's not, because it's not in here under that. Is it a song? It pe- I think it's peeping. I don't think I know what you're talking about. Peeping. Peeping through the keyhole. Let's see if it's clean. If you hear this end abruptly, sorry. Peeping through the keyhole, watching mom and dad. Peeping through the keyhole, the most fun we ever had. Mom and Dad were playing tag right there on the bed. Mommy used her boobies as a pillow for Daddy's head. Mommy's head was bobbing. She almost got whiplash. I don't know what she was drinking, but she's got a milk mustache. Peeping through the keyhole, ain't sure what I see. But I sure do like it more than anything on TV. Mommy and Dad were hooked together like my Lincoln logs. Last time I saw something like that, Mom was yelling at the dog. Dad was breathing heavy. Mom was on her knees. He must have had a boo-boo cause she kissed him where he pees. Peeping through the keyhole, watching Mom and Dad. Peeping through the keyhole, the most fun we ever had. But we watched a little longer, and I started to get sick. If Daddy's name is Elmer... Why mom asked for Richard. Daddy grounded his eyes rolled back. Mommy wanted more. She went back on top of him, but all he did was snore. He came through the keyhole as the minutes passed. I can't wait to try this out on some girl in my class. Well, I can't wait to try this out on some girl in my class. <laughs> What is all this hoopla over this uh, Rosa Parks? Ain't nobody ever heard of Jackie Robinson, huh? Sure, Rosa Parks rode on the bus. But Jackie Robinson was an intelligent man and played with balls in a major league of a children's game. I mean, like, I mean, come on. Who's done more for the black community? Rosa Parks or Jackie Robinson, huh? Jackie Robinson was my hero. Why, I can remember when I was a much younger man, and Jackie, uh, he was working at the shop full of nuts. I walked up to him, shook his hand, and said, you are my hero. Now get me a cup of coffee, and make it black. You think Rosa made coffee that heavenly? Mohammed Abishow, what do you want? Yes, Mo. I think what you're doing here... Hey, hey, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Are you a black man? Yes. Well, you can't tell over the phone, who did more for the black community? Rosa Parks. 
or Jackie Robin. Oh, it's two separate things. What you're doing is blurring the lines between social activism well, and not that I'm Oh, he must have been uh, disconnected through no fault of my own. Only any time, pal. You're one of the high tones. Oh, how about it? Hey, you mean tell me Jackie Robinson did both with a black No, 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 that's not what I said, Now, don't get me wrong here. It goes something like this. Who did more for the black community, Rosa Parks or Nipsey Russell? Nipsey Russell? You don't understand what, what I'm the saying. What hell you be talking about, man? Cover that guy, get up. The phone they weren't in right. The phone they weren't in right. The phone they weren't in right. Now, who did more? Rosa Parks or Slappy White? Slappy White? Oh, yeah. Who did more? Rosa Parks or Rochester? Who did more? Who did more? Come on, come on. Who did more? Larry Potts or Boyd Potts? No, no, that's not what he let me get it. Hey, 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 h